let's not talk about cauliflower as a replacement for mashed potatoes again, because that's just not right. <laughs> oh, oh, it's so right. All right, all right. <laughs> Three, Three, two, two one. one. Welcome to Achievement Hunting 101, the podcast that will put more pep in your step than the theme song of Pac-Land. This is Level 130. I am joined today by, well, the normal panel. I'm kind of the, the odd man out today, uh, but the normal folks are here. We have uh, Mr. Koosh. How are you doing, Koosh? Not too bad. How are you? Oh, well, I'm good. Thanks for uh, inviting me on. I just had to do uh, four segments in the previous show to uh, get the, uh, the the green light to you know step up to the a league here so uh, i appreciate the call up here yeah. <laughs> uh, i'm joined by uh prayer rocker man how you doing i'm doing great i'm i'm a little peppy because i'm listening to pac land theme song <laughs> yeah, and man. uh makes makes sense yeah i'm gonna have to go back and do some research I... yeah it gets it gets you going man it yeah, does man, it, it does, man. It, it was a trendsetter. I, I I think we might have talked about it in the last uh, hot takes of the Broderlands. So uh, you have to go check that one out in one of the five segments that I did last <laughs> show. It, it's going to go up each time I mention that. Um, <laughs> and I and also I'm joined by the big the L. How you doing, big L? What the L? Oh, Roy. Oh man, what what the L? Sitting here so patiently waiting for you to introduce me. Oh my God, you didn't introduce me. <laughs> That's your that's your impersonation of uh, a Pennsylvania accent. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds like Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> hey. There you go. There's your first musty reference of the day. <laughs> uh, no respect, no respect at all. Oh yeah, look at that. We've got three olds. And, I know. And aspiring to wife. be old. Take my wife, please. <laughs> oh, my parents carry around the wallet that they keep the <laughs> photo that came with the wallet. Hey, no respect. <laughs> That's terrible. All right, guys. Well, thank y'all for having me. I did. I didn't think I introduced myself. Uh, I am Elroy. Uh, in case you didn't recognize me from the six segments I did last show, <laughs> um, and uh, <laughs> and I will be your wonderful host tonight, uh, sorts. And so I like to keep things moving. So why don't we just go right into our game showcase, where we pick two amazing games to discuss with you that we have been uh, on top of this week. So oh yeah, I see two. that Mr. Kusha. Yeah, I know. We got two Holy. each. We'll we'll break it up so we don't bore you to death ah. with our with our you know the monotony of our voices. So I'd love to hear one from uh, Mr. Koosh here. Uh, what you got? Okay, so I I recommended a game a while back called Tools Up because it reminded me of another game uh, that I really liked and talked about several times on the podcast called Moving On um, or Moving Out. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> so that sounds like a different game altogether. Sorry, that, was a, that was a Freudian slip, apparently. <laughs> Um, so Tools Up uh, is the game that I actually played with an exclamation mark. And that is a game that's all about um, moving or you know taking an apartment uh, and fixing it up. So in some cases, there will be rooms that have wallpaper and you need to rip the wallpaper down and put up paint. Uh, or you have to you know put down uh, tile on the floor. And sometimes you have to rip up carpet or paneling and then put, up, put down other stuff. Now, it's kind of in that same kind of three-quarters view perspective as moving out. Um, and so it, it really kind of sold me on that. It's not as good. It's not as fast or fun. But 
for me, it's a relaxing game. Like I, I don't know if uh, if anyone remembers what I was talking about. Uh, my one of the first games I ever played on the uh, console that we got from Sears, uh, which was the Channel F. Now I, I've talked about this once or twice before. Uh, my favorite game was the Paint application, uh, where I would just go and I would fill out the screen just like row by row and just kind of go in like that. <laughs> I'm sure that says something about me, but um, you know, because then Sounds you like go, then you go and you delete it all. But I was this, like, it sounds like a terrible version of Snake. I yes, mean. yes, yes. It's a, it's a less, uh, less, you know, high stakes <laughs> version of Snake. Um, <laughs> so this game for me is kind of like that. Um, I had kind of a stressful week last week with work, and so I would take little breaks and I would just go in. I would turn off the time uh, because there is a mode. Um, you can. It's kind of like uh, moving out in that you can change the options to make it a little bit easier on yourself. They, they do put time limits on levels, which is a, a thing I hate. Uh, but you can turn those off, and you can still get all the achievements. Um, and so, yeah, so I just turned the time off, and I just started doing some renovations on some apartments. And it was awesome. I really enjoyed my time. Now, there's <laughs> there's multiplayer achievements in this. Uh, one is for four people carrying the same couch. Uh, I'm going to try that with four controllers. I'm sure it's going to work. Um, <laughs> there's achievements for making people slip. Uh, there's achievements for catching things that were thrown or, you know, you catch it when someone else slips, uh, you can make mistakes in this game. So if you accidentally put the wrong paint on the wrong wall, every level for the most part has a blueprint and you pick up the blueprint and you look at it and it sort of tells you what renovations need to happen to what rooms. And if you do one wrong, well, there's an achievement for that. Uh, if you accidentally, (laughs) if you accidentally make a mess and take that mess and don't put it in the, uh, the refuse bucket, and you accidentally put it in like a paint bucket or like a resource bucket, as they call it. That's an achievement, um, and because you will do that by accident. Um, this this sounds like it's setting a really bad precedent to the children. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna cost you money if you do this in real life, uh, just all these setbacks <laughs> and mistakes and such. But yeah, it's um, I don't know how this would work as a two player. I think that uh, you'd have to do a lot of communicating, like say, okay, you do this, you you get the resources, you bring them in. Uh, I'll do this room, I'll do the paint, and like when you're done with stuff, at the very end of the level, after you've done all the renovations you need to do, the last step is to clean up. So you have to get all your supplies out of the apartment, into the hallway. If you make a mess, you have to clean up every mess. If you accidentally knock a door down, uh, you have to put that door back up. And if you put the door on the wrong wall, like <laughs> the, the level won't end. It won't tell you which door is wrong, but you have to then kick that door down again and put it on the right, uh, the right <laughs> wait, wait, wall. You kick, wait, wait. So you have all these tools, but you're kicking doors down? Yeah, you're kicking doors down. Um. Okay, okay. <laughs> so they, they didn't think to you know, use the old uh, screwdriver and hammer trick and kind of knock the pins Too much up time. And... It takes way too much time. We, we, these are, <laughs> we're flipping these apartments. Um, we've got we to focus on the profit. Um, but yeah, so it's a fun little game. I am not playing it. Like I said, uh, in time attack mode or, or anything like that. So I'm just kind of using it to relax. There are achievements for doing time attack, but I don't think you have to like get golds or anything. I think you just have to complete the level in time attack. Um, I haven't tried those yet because I just wanted to have fun with the game. Um, are those the uh, the party levels? Yes, they have party levels, and um, they they also added you know the old traditional 45 point uh, title update. Um, and they added two achievements uh, for finishing all levels in time attack. So once again, you don't have to get a certain score. You just have to finish, I hope, uh, and not fail too badly. Uh, and then you have to finish all time attack mode without any flops. So 
I don't know if that's falling or if that's making a mistake. Um, so those are the highest value achievements. And of course they're the, uh, they're the title update. So uh, it visually, it kind of looks like moving out, yes. but it seems to play more like overcooked, but with home renovations. It is. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. kind of the mix of the two. Yeah. It, it's kind of got that feel to it. You can rotate the camera, um, but only when you have the blueprints in your hand. So you have to hold the blueprints and you can rotate the camera, set the blueprints down and then go do stuff. And sometimes you actually, it helps to do that because uh, I just got to a level the other day where I had to paint each section of the wall a different color. So it was like, you're doing like big sections in like blue and then you know green and then blue and then green and then blue and the green, but you can't see what color the wall is. It's kind of like, you know, behind, you know, like right in front yeah. of you. Um, so I accidentally messed up one. So yeah, I'm looking at something right now and like somebody's laying carpet, somebody's painting. And it's like they do one tiles worth of work. They have to go back to their source, which is their paint or their carpet. Yes. And they go back and fill it up. So the originally I have, I've not got this game because people said overcooked and it looked like it was four players. You're saying it plays perfectly fine with, solo with one player yeah like i said i just kind of zone out i just i go into this game <laughs> i turn off the time i just kind of zone out and i'm like okay go get the paint okay now go to the wall okay now go to the paint now go to the other wall now go to, and i just keep going back and forth and i'm doing fine i've gotten through you know what 17 levels now or something and i've got uh 13 achievements already and i'm i don't think there's gonna be any problem doing this solo as long as you have four controllers you're gonna be able to get the couch achievement I think you're going to be able to throw somebody and, and throw yourself into the water with, with just a second controller. So I don't think it's going to be a problem if you have no real friends like me. <laughs> Do you yes. have to like 100% the game, all stars and all that? Uh, yeah, that's maybe. A, there, there's the an for mastering it, uh, all party levels, but... There is all-star player. Uh, finish the game with all stars. Yeah. But they're and not so, hard. So does turning the time off just ne make that negligible and you just can yes. pretty much get it? Yep. And not have to worry about anything as long as, as you do it. As many mistakes as you want. You can kick paint buckets all over the house as long as you clean them up. Um, yeah. Uh, Ken, all right. So I'm looking at, I got some, some questions for you. So, okay. Uh, all right. So first thing is why all of a sudden this game, it looks like it came out in 2019 and it has a whopping 845 uh, tracked gamers on it. So, uh, <laughs> you know, maybe it'll have, you know, a thousand by the end of this year. Uh, what's what's going on with that? This it was on just sale. Overlooked? It was on oh, sale last okay. week. Oh, okay, that makes Dang sense. Dang okay. it. All right. I and just then, put uh, a price tracker for it. I told you about it last week. <laughs> well, you didn't <laughs> tell me it was ago. so easy. And That's true. Well, I didn't chill. know that. I didn't know <laughs> All right. All right. My next question has to do with, now, I'm looking at this achievement list here. So mm -hmm. I'm seeing, um, uh, well, now I can't find it. Um, da -da -da -da. It's got an Admiral Akbar achievement. Um, it's a drop. Um, which uh, makes a make a delivery guy stumble over a stain, and then I'm looking at a couple other ones. There's one like tripping on a dog, bouncing off lava, stumbling, creating a thing, falling into the water, and everything like that. And of course, I immediately thought, can you combine all these together, like the uh, sequence in Naked Gun where O.J. Simpson is uh, doing a secret raid on the boat? Can you recreate this scene? <laughs> you cannot recreate that scene. <laughs> no. <laughs> But you, that would be pretty epic. But you can cause chain reactions. Um, and, and that one achievement is basically you have to knock over uh, a bucket of something, just, let's just say paint. Uh, it'll make mm -hmm. a splash on the ground. You then uh, wait for a delivery guy to show up with more materials. And then he will trip on that um, that you knocked over. 
yeah, you can you can basically set up a couple different of those things to happen at one time, and <laughs> and you can just leave a mess there, um, and then have the delivery guy show up. He will fall and drop the resource, so you don't have to go pick up the resource. You can just make him fall, and no um, liability. And then he'll it. just keep leaving the resources there. Normally, a delivery guy would show up. He'd ring the doorbell. If you don't get there in 20 seconds or whatever, he'll kind of walk away and then he'll come back again later with the same resource. But if you throw like some paint on the floor, he'll trip on that. He'll drop the resource. He'll fall, you know, hurt his back. He'll walk away, but trip on it on the way out too. Um, <laughs> thus, you know, increasing like his injury. like a smart fellow. <laughs> and he'll just keep doing that. So he'll just keep dropping the resources. That's actually a trick I didn't think of until just now. Wow, that's a game changer Pick there. up stuff, but yeah. So it looks mostly easy. Yes. Uh, the, the title update, you obviously have to do the, the time attack stuff. So, yeah. I will try that and, and see if that's going to be a big pain in the butt or not. But, yeah, this game, I'm, I'm slowly chipping away at it. I wouldn't say this is a great one, you know, get it done on a weekend. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's a fun little relaxing game for me. Well, if I'm looking at it right on the time attack t- title update, it doesn't look like it's going to be too terribly hard because it says ten people started and ten people finished it. So, yeah, they I didn't say you know they didn't say what time you have to get. So, <laughs> just yeah, it seems like uh, just maybe, finish it. <laughs> so either the True. really diehards are the only ones that have started it, or it may not be as challenging as it at first appears. So, Could be. Uh, how much was it on sale last week? Uh, I will come back to you on that one. Let's That's just say, right. I, let's say five dollars. I don't know. Oh man, I I would really hate myself then. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy! All right, all right. That was well, tools it'll... up. Tools up, tools up. All right. I like I... It. Oh, uh, also, how does it uh, compare with "Wer wies den Sauers das Spiel"? I'm not here. It's today. just like it. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. That's the other Knights of Unity game. I saw that they developed that, and I was pretty excited. That's uh, just it was classic. twelve dollars. It was twelve dollars. Okay, sale. Yeah, so not okay, a huge yeah. sale, but not not quite fifty percent. No, not quite fifty percent. <laughs> but I was I was looking for some moving on, uh, moving out. Why can't I remember the name of this thing? Man, we should talk about some <laughs> moving on, moving everywhere. Well, talking. Speaking of moving out. What, I think uh, you said it best with moving on. So let's no, go on no, to... No, 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 no. We're not moving on. <laughs> I have let's questions. I've been waiting to... patiently. Oh, oh okay, okay, okay. I've been waiting well, very patiently. My tap again. Uh, I thought we... You I don't need your tap good, for these questions. Number one, tools up. Are uh, Tim Allen and Jonathan Taylor Thomas in this game? <laughs> no, but you can play as a dog. You can play as a uh-huh. toad, a fish. Uh, I want to say All right, so it's uh, moving out. <laughs> yes, it's very much like that. <laughs> um, I have another question. On TA, this game is uh, listed as action. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like we need a new genre for these type of games. Well, I think that when they add a new game, I think the very first genre that shows up on the list is action. I mean, I know you guys, you're playing these solo, but wouldn't you call these party games to some degree? I'm sure or is this just is just me with playing this with. But yeah, I, is I that, is that enough to call people, it party? So. No, but genre wise. I mean, it's not yeah, really a, it's not really a party game, though. Like it's a not really an action game either. Games. Well, well, moving yeah. moving out and overcooked are both listed as party games. So there are is they? that. Well, no one's played yeah, this game until now. <laughs> I had a fantastic moving out party with me, myself, and I, so it makes sense. Puppy. All right, well. And Overcooked Original is a party game, too. It's only got 846 starts on TA, so. 
If it was in Game Pass, oh, it would my. probably have over mm-hmm. 10,000. That's what happened. Yeah. Yeah, I was just about to think about that. What other games has this publisher done? Not much. Oh, I've... Oh, uh, let's No, they that. actually... They've done... Never mind. You've done quite a bit. Uh, but none of them are Game Pass games. Verweis den Soas das Spiel. That's what I just said. Yeah, I'm just repeating you. Yeah, okay, okay. I don't even see that. Yeah, that's uh, about the developer. Anyway. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I was looking at the publisher. Yep. Yeah. All of the publisher games are not... Have never been in Game Pass, so not a good... Not a good look. Oh, for this they're one. the ones that did it. Came from space and ate our brains, man. That one, I don't know sure where I feel about that one. Well, they also did Ghost Runner. They published Ghost Runner, yeah. which I don't know. Maybe that's good. I've heard <laughs> it looks good. It looks good. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's good. Yeah, maybe maybe it's, it's, good. it's not. It it's not good. zero to one hours. Yeah. yeah, but I think it actually is an action game, though. Yeah. Apparently, this one is too. I mean, yeah. you're, you're, fall, you're falling it, all over the dang place. I mean, that's right, so action pack. This is where we're moving on, so I could talk about moving out. Um, and after playing moving out, finally, <laughs> for the first time, and watching videos uh, of this Tools Up game. Tools on? <laughs> tools out. Uh, yeah, this game looks very slow-paced compared to moving out. Oh, Make yeah. sure you tell us a lot about moving out because I don't think that our listeners have heard about this game yet. So it just came out. Um, yeah, and, brand new uh, to Game Pass. We haven't. We, we have not really dived into. Now this let me game ask you this: much. when when it first came out, did it have that assist mode? Did you know there's an I'm assist moving mode? out? Yes. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Okay, it's always had it. I, I'm like I'm uh, fairly Celeste confident in that answer. Later on. Yeah, it, yeah it, so it was on there when I started. Anyway. I'm offering a fresh I mean, perspective. I mean, granted, it just, it just came out. So, man, I, I'm offering a fresh perspective as a four-player family uh, game, Elroy. Oh, okay. Yeah, I would say normal. I forgot you have friends. and I know. I, I, I mean, I have games that I force my family to play. <laughs> so we've been playing uh, four-player family games as we've been trying to. So, yeah, this... Um, Actually tied into Chewie's uh, co-op thingy for the month. Normally, I would be playing this with Michelle, but since she's not coming over these days, I played it with the family. And it's actually a lot of fun, especially with the assist mode. You can get a... What, you use the assist mode? Of course. You're supposed to play for fun. Play for fun, man. Yeah, Yeah. we can go through that. Not for the achievements. (laughs) If we wanted Devin here, we would have invited him on. uh, (laughs) <laughs> I was a little surprised with you last week talking about all the uh, the zits and everything. And uh, yeah, go, yeah, go ahead. You, yeah, you don't get you, to uh, <laughs> my disgusting gamer score by playing good games. So you see, he flip flops. This week's this week it's yeah. about fun. Yeah, and next week no, he'll be no, playing I'm sometimes. Not, you games. I'm, I am not talking about fun. I wanted to point out if anyone cares that um, unlike a lot of games, all the players pop achievements. So. All four of us are popping achievements, so that's a thing. Um, we may have punched my whole family's punch card first, so just to make sure. <laughs> I'm fairly confident this is not online co-op. No, I, think it's I don't local think it only. is. Yeah, it's local only, unfortunately. Do, does does every single person in your family have their own gamer tag? Yeah, that's kind of, of that was course. my next question too. <laughs> yeah, they have big yes, L one, big L two. No, well, my kids. You're doing this wrong. My man. kids play Minecraft on their own <laughs> tags, and my wife watches her 
show us on her tag. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, when did this happen? Uh, I mean, you're 300 happened. hours in Plants vs. Zombies 2. <laughs> I don't believe. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. You, you got all that free labor there, man. You got free labor. You should that's, be using That's when I, I have to threaten them sometimes. There you go. So anyway, if you're one of the three people, three hundred and seventy-six hours in Plants vs. Zombies: Garden Warfare Two, and you still Man, have you it love complete. That <laughs> you're a piece of oh, Corey. mystery portal. You are a head jerk, fucking piece of sh- donkey, Tennessean. There, that last part there was that last part was mean. I'm sorry. Is there a point to this? Does this have to do with moving out? Because uh, I don't I'm just trying that to... part of the game. I know you're trying to do a fresh take here on this game that we uh, have never talked about on the podcast before. So um, do, do elaborate. I'm sorry. So many dead horses. <laughs> so many dead horses. Corey, what have you, you been playing? Dead I, I, horses out. Before, before I'm we done, move on. I'm done. Moving out. No, no. Moving right. out. So, tools up. Tools in. Moving on. <laughs> so it looks yeah. like you've done less and than overcome. 10 levels. Yeah. Well, moving out? It's first impression. I just want to say, I just it's, I just want to tell you, you, you might want to get a checklist if you're going to be playing for fun. Oh, you ain't kidding. You ain't kidding, man. You start missing those oh, consoles, I have not, man. I have not looked at the, the list. Well, what do I need you to know? can thank me later. Yeah. Well, there's a collectible in every level, and uh, there's no tracking on like it. What? So if you miss like it, like the flamingo and that kind of stuff, the turtle. Exactly, like, like, man. No, no man. There's video game consoles. There's toilets yeah. and mailboxes. Yeah, there's there's yeah. toilets. Console, this game is great. Oh yeah, you got to stand on the toilets, man. You have to stand yeah. on every toilet. There's or, pets too, but that's only like five levels, so yeah, that's you can true. redo it if you need pets. to. The um, consoles and the toilets are the biggest ones. There was this uh, little arcade level where oh, yeah, we like it was called like tightrope or something, and you had to go on this little thingy. Are those levels neat? Mm, play this. I don't think you have to do any of those. Those kind of suck. I think you might have to do like one, but no, you have to do a bunch. You have to do a bunch of like arcade or something like that. Yeah, that's. I'm, I'm I'm scrolling now. Let me see. Uh, oh man, my god! I have a bad feeling for you, man. Uh, uh, We're just going to talk about levels. this for You're three right. hours, Elroy, just for you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is great. I mean, this is this is what the the podcast community wants. They want moving out talk because uh, they have not moved on from the last time we, we oh, moved. Oh, and it's out, on so. Win Ten too, yeah, so you can move out again. Let's talk about it again. So yeah, which, are, are we talking about the uh, Xbox version or the, or the Win Ten one? Because that's an important distinction for our podcast listeners. So, um, which one was it? I think it's Windows Phone. Rip. Oh my goodness! Game changer. Okay. Uh, so I'm looking at this. It looks like you finished seven levels so far. Um, I'm not sure I how think the like 110 or, or 11 per effort goes, but it looks like you have four out of 100. So that might be a problem because you got four out of 11 or 10, four out of for collectibles uh, there, and you got seven out of 100. Uh, something possibly. I don't know. I just don't want you to uh, have the same experience I did because I was missing one console. It was on the Frogger level of all of them, and. Uh, <laughs> And I, I could, yeah, I couldn't figure it out uh, which one I was missing. I, I finished the game, and then I, I was missing one freaking arcade console, and that was the one I forgot somehow. So just be careful, man, because there's no way to figure out which one you're missing. It sucks. That's the one thing I didn't like about the game. All right, yeah, I want to hear. Uh, uh, I want to hear the reactions out. to when you and your kids do the level where you can't break anything oh, off the yeah. wall and wait for a ghost to 
Yeah, man. Screw that game. I'm excited. Man, I played that one so many times that man, it was. It actually made sense by the time I <laughs> I got to the the separate one. I think I did the, the Windows first. Yeah, I forget which one I, I did first, but by the time I got to the other version, man, it was so much easier because you just yeah. You fly right through. Yeah, it's so also for those of you that are still left in random contests uh, that start with a G and end with a TT. You have uh, you can preload the hell out of this game, and uh, it's a it's a good little drop uh, when you need it. So that's what I used it for last year. So. Anyway, so um, um, Elroy, <laughs> have you played anything? Oh, you got, I didn't know if you had anything else. I, 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 moving out, I can talk this all. I mean, we can, we can still do thirty minutes, but yeah. Um, I'm, I'm more than well, I'm more than one to take over. So, um, how about we go with call of the sea? So call of the sea. Uh, I don't know if any of y'all have played that one or not. Uh, has anybody played that one? Yes. Okay. Okay. So, um, so when no. I was playing through it, I, uh, oh, an important distinction. I played the X-Bone version. Uh, apparently there is a Windows version of it i have not tried that one but i expect similar shenanigans now uh for this game there there's a pretty good walkthrough for it so definitely use that because why would you not <laughs> come on uh but there's a walkthrough and it, it basically points out it's it <laughs> this game is kind of like a uh an artifacts monday game i guess if i was to try to nail it down without all the pointing and clicking it's like a walking sim meets artifacts monday game and so what I mean by that is that, well, the walking part's pretty and self-explanatory. You know, it's just your, you just kind of walk around and it's a lot of walking. You And she has a sprint button. Um, she must have some leg issues or something. I'm not really <laughs> sure what's going on with her. She's not overweight from the pictures or anything. Uh, so I'm not sure what's going on with her, why she can't run a little faster. But uh, she's taking her time running. Um, it's possible that it's it's the mermaids uh, just can't run very fast spoiler alert so she is running around this uh island uh trying to figure out what happened to her husband and everything like that so does this sound familiar it sounds like the plot of an artifacts monday game and so uh she's looking around and and the part that really made me think of the artifacts monday games is that the voice acting is just tremendous i mean let me tell you what so i was that's always the best part of the artifacts games you know like where where like you're trying to a save your daughter actress. and she's being like yeah she's like being electrocuted by the the you know the evil wizard dude and she's like you won't get away with this i am going to stop you and here you know, your daughter's like convulsing being electrocuted and I, I mean it's just very similar i think this lady they got her on loan from artifacts monday because like, she's it's like her and she's just talking out loud the whole time like hmm well, this is uh, very interesting. Uh, I think I should talk about Or I mean, she just voices every freaking thought that comes into her head. And as she's walking around this island, and there's just so many collectibles. There's a, that's the whole part of it. I'd say of the six to eight hours, I probably spent about four hours of that actually looking for these collectibles. It, some of them are... Um, the guide's great and everything, but sometimes you can't really see the things that you got to click on and everything like that. And so it's that that can be a little annoying. And, and in the end, I actually did miss two two achieve or two uh, collectibles. I missed one mural and one uh, collectible. But fortunately, there is a menu like you can go back and replay all the le- uh, the levels, and it does tell you what 
percent you have like on the collectibles or the journal items or whatever they're called and then also on the murals so there's a lot of stuff murals on the walls you gotta look at on the on the way so um but it was uh it was interesting it has uh, multiple endings you can check out and uh, i guess it's a pretty good story i don't know i i i, I, I kind of toned it tuned it out and i played it at, at night with my wife on the couch with me and and she was very annoyed by the lady's voice and uh, so I had to turn it down a lot of times, but it still did have a uh, captions, closed captioning. So I, I read a lot of it and everything, but did you fall asleep uh, while playing? Yeah, it? I, uh, I did not. I did not. I, oh, I'm not, I was gonna I'm say, not that then, old yet. And, I was going to uh, say then it would be called, uh, <laughs> it would be called Snora, Call of Disease. <laughs> oh, no. Well, I thought you were going with her name is Nora, so I thought you were going to go with Snora, Snora Everhart. Nice. Man, I, got, I didn't realize there's so many sleeping jokes in this one. I like it. Uh, yeah, is there um, pillow talk. In the game? <laughs> I like it. Oh no, that was Haven. Do you? Um, is who in the game? Tony Hawk. <laughs> pillow talk. <laughs> oh, pillow talk. Oh yeah, no, that's Haven. Yeah, no, there's no. She actually never meets up with her husband uh she he uh, i mean i i don't know if anybody's playing this for the story or anything but basically the whole thing was set up by him so that she would figure out she's a mermaid i mean there you go spoiler alert. and uh there's a little more to it than that but that's that's the gist of it so um yeah i mean i, I don't know that anybody's picking this game up hoping for an, you know a, a wonderful story with good voice acting but uh it was it was not terrible i'll probably I'll play the the uh windows version just uh you know because it's about 700 easy tad that you know very easy to get especially if you play through it one time because now you know where everything is uh because some of it's kind of hard to find like i said so but anyway I, that, that was the one of the main games i played this week there you go so hopefully everyone enjoyed playing that one sometimes you just get lost man that walkthrough man he did a pretty good job but sometimes i don't know it's these open world things in a, in a 3d scape it's hard to describe everything sometimes so you get lost a few times but i don't know yeah so anyway um what about you bro Roger? well i played um a somewhat newer game it's called the big elliot yes uh, just kidding <laughs> it's just called elliot just normal yes. sized elliot oh who uh happens to be like this girl Thing. It's like a dot that has a ponytail. I'm assuming it's a girl. Anyways, uh, it is a platformer. Uh, it's a it's a kind of a quick platformer, sort of like Super Meat Boy, um, but with less blood and uh, raw meat. And you just have to get from point A to point B. And throughout a level, you have uh, what are they? Stars. There's like five stars in a level. And you have to collect so many stars for the next, the next levels to unlock. And uh, I, don't, I think there's probably how many did I count? I, I played this on stream, and there's like eight, maybe eight worlds or so with like six worlds each. Uh, actually, there might be eleven worlds. I have no idea. Anyways, I streamed this for a couple hours, and I got through the first boss. I almost didn't make it to the boss because I got stuck on one level that had an impossible jump. And uh, <laughs> just like Super Meat Boy, you're jumping and you can slide on walls and do your wall jumps. Um, but that's kind of it. Uh, there are 
parts of levels where you can you only get one jump if you hit an enemy or you hit something that's in the air you get another jump that's 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 basically how you can play the level however the game tells you none of that and back to this level i almost couldn't complete i only got through it because of what the fuck he was in the stream and he said what (laughs) if you hold rt to run and by golly, you can run in this game. <laughs> Whittle Tree Adventures. And the, the running obviously pro- gets your momentum and propels you way farther than you need to go. And so I did more levels after that because I was about to actually call it quits. And I got to the boss um, and I beat it. A uh, little bit of a humble brag. I beat the first boss but did not get the achievement for dying 100 times, which more people than not did. So little right. pat on my back. Uh, now I need to go die a bunch, but uh, that, that actually would come naturally. Uh, there is at least two more bosses in the game, uh, and there are achievements for finishing the game, getting every one of these collectibles, uh, beating the last boss a certain way, finishing the game without dying, and finishing the game in less than an hour. I will likely get none of those. But they are out there uh, for some hardcore platforming fans. Um, what makes a good platformer is how tight it is. This one, I play tighter games. Uh, like Super Meat Boy is like spot are you on. You saying I'm not tight? I I I'm saying Elliot is not as tight as I would like. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> nor did that, we know he could that's run. Un- that's understandable. <laughs> nor did nor did I know that uh, Elliot could run. But um. But yeah, a, that that, like that playing through the game the and playing in those ways covers most of the achievements. Uh, I, I did leave one. There's one for playing the game more than ten hours. And yeah, I was going to ask you about a, that one. Yeah, according to the guide, you it has to be done in one session. Uh, luckily, you could idle it overnight, but you and then finish the level. You have to finish the level for it to count, but. Uh, so it's something that wouldn't take a lot of time, and it's currently worth almost 400 TAD. Yeah, that's but, why I cut my eye there. Yeah. <laughs> 10 hours is child's play, man, to compare to this crap I've been doing with Bomberman, man. 10 hours, I can do that. I'm, I'm telling you, you could probably put two hours worth of work into this because uh, you're not gen- you know, you're not a millennial who can't do platformer, so you could get a little <laughs> bit of the ways in in a couple hours, I think. And then leave it overnight, and you could have a good chunk of TAD under your belt. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty hard sell here, man. I mean, you gotta. I mean, I, I don't mind it being uh, ranked at two point six two stars, uh, five thousand uh, TA, and uh, yeah, uh, eighty five yeah, so, tracked gamers. <laughs> yeah, so here's the thing: it's eighty five tracked gamers. the The first two achievements you'll come across is, uh, which I only got three achievements. Uh, total so far the the first achievement will either be completing episode one which it's not terribly difficult uh but really if you watch the first cinematic and just don't skip it then you get an achievement after that so that's where most of the starters come from and only (laughs) out of 82 people who have watched the first cinematic only nine people including myself have finished the first boss level so that's how many how many stages you say so there's a second uh, boss, there's, there's three? I don't know. I think there's like six stages per world kind of deal, and I might have completed four or five or six worlds. I, I really have no idea. Uh, about an hour to an hour and a half. Uh, of course, 30 minutes of that was figuring out 
that uh, I could have ran and finished it a lot quicker. But um, well, it says finish yeah. second boss, and then you there's no third boss or fourth boss, and then there's the only other boss mentioned is the final boss. So yeah, assume, yeah. So, so I, I'm assuming there's that there's three. only three, yeah. uh, probably split equally. Uh, one thing of, to know is that in the game there is an assist mode. I Ooh. cannot find out what is completely different about it other than when you collect in a when you collect a collectible you don't you can die and you will still have it um Ooh, i believe nice. I, I started out playing in normal mode and i every time you die you have to get all of them again so that seemed to help with that but i can't really i couldn't find a benefit otherwise so you might as well turn it on and save yourself some trouble uh that's you know a, that's a very nice perk there's a I don't know if you ever got around to playing that other game that uh, uh, Dead Dungeon has that oh, not issue. Yet. No, when you get yeah, when you play that one, it has a similar setup where you're, there's collectibles and you have to grab them, but you also have to make it to the exit, or else you got to do it again. So that would be huge. That, that's that's a really nice uh, assist, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. This, this, is, a, this is a Jandu Soft you know? game. Uh, they either make really crappy achievement games or uh, pretty easy ones. Uh, this one is very skill skill based. So, if you like platforming uh, and you like a challenge, give it a go. All right, Maybe now wait a minute. Will, wait a minute. You know. <laughs> now this <laughs> Maybe is. I'll just change the this. This is list ridiculous. And add five thousand. Are you saying I need to uh, <laughs> write to the developer and get these achievements changed because it's too hard? Mm-hmm. I can do yep, it. Yep, add three thousand uh, title. If anybody three, could, three thousand title it updates. Might be you. <laughs> because this is the second game. With my name in it. The first one, Elliot Quest, was uh, like a Zelda 2 clone and not a very good one at that. It's like only 50 people have that on their tag. But actually, I played well, that game for a while. Not many more um, will have this one. <laughs> I played uh, Elliot Quest and couldn't get an achievement on my tag. So maybe maybe I lucked out. This one, yeah, this one looks like, like you said, easy to get on your tag, but hard to uh, do well in. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't think many you more did, people will uh will come to you this. Did better than, uh, than anybody <laughs> else on, on my friends list. You have the highest score. Uh, yeah, I, I I take that first boss battle in pride that I finished. You know, one of nine. So, uh, I think I might go back to it a little bit. Only four people have done the second boss level, so I don't know. It's definitely not something I'm not going to complete. I'm definitely not going to grind it out to beat it in less than an hour or beat it without dying. That just sounds terrible. Um, there is level select, so finishing the game, collecting every note would be uh, one to one to try. But but yeah, I I, I enjoy a good platformer, and um, you know maybe I have to track a leaderboard on that or something. But no, it looks like you need to find a good platformer. It, well, yeah, it's it's no Celeste. Although if they had Celeste assist mode, that would oh, be great. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I just recently played that one. That's nice, being able to fly around. I mean, I mean, I mean you need to play for uh, fun. Yeah, I would totally never use <laughs> in Celeste. It is only ever, six bucks, totally. so I'll give it that. Well, yeah, they wouldn't put it on there if you weren't supposed to use it. I mean, let's be honest. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I totally do. All right, that. well, yeah. So, uh, Mr. Koosh, uh, I think I've seen a sneak preview of this next game. Uh, before we start recording, but uh, what's your what's your next uh, game for the game showcase? Uh, well, actually, let me back up for a second. Uh, Corey reminded me of something about Tools Up. Um, this has a press <laughs> start achievement, so 
be warned uh, if, if you're if you're gonna fire up tools up uh and you start the campaign you pop the achievement so uh just so you know <laughs> i know people you know they hate that so just be warned um so yeah the game i'm gonna talk about very briefly is indivisible um and we talked about this a while ago uh, when it first came out and it was kind of more of a first impressions because i hadn't gotten too far into it i think i wasn't super sold on the game but i wanted to keep going and then of course i got distracted so i didn't um however this is going away at the end of the month out of game pass um and it's no both, yeah both versions are the console and the, and the win 10 um so i actually put some more time into this game uh in the past couple days and um it got better to me um <laughs> not everybody um now, the nice thing about this is I'm not racing the clock, really, because we still have uh, many days left. Uh, we still have more than a week left in the month, so it doesn't feel like I'm trying to beat the clock. Um, Are you going to try to do the stack or just a single one of them? Well, uh, I purchased the game when it came out because it's a Vayner, and it was really pretty, and uh, it was on a slight sale. Uh, so I already own the console version so i don't have to do that one right away yeah, okay. so i'm just gonna focus on the win 10 and i think i'm gonna try to uh move towards other games i think are gonna leave soon so like a plague tale i think i'm gonna try to do one one playthrough of that next um but uh going back to indivisible this game uh it's really pretty and um if you stop it's it's nice because enemies won't come up to you um if you're sort of standing still if there's no enemy on the screen no enemy is going to show up and attack you. So you can sort of stand there and look in the background because there's a lot of parallax in some of the levels and you'll see like hills and like other stuff going on way far in the background. And it's really very pretty. And um, <laughs> I was talking in the discord uh, today about, you know, why is no one talking about this one feature of indivisible? Uh, and it's this, and I probably oversold it. Um <laughs> This is the first game I can remember where when you load the game up, it automatically loads your save and the menu screen that says press whatever to start is actually your saved game. So you are looking at the at the credit or, you know, at the press start screen is actually where you last left off. And most times because of the art in this game is beautiful. It's a really attractive screen. So you're not looking at the same splash screen every time you load up the game. You're looking at where you left off every time you load up the game. And that's just a nice level of detail to this game. Um, and like I said, I oversold it. But I definitely think did. <laughs> I think that's interesting. Uh, and maybe, uh, you know, maybe not. Sounds like, they got, sounds like they got a little lazy and didn't want to make the, the extra screen there. Well, I don't know. I'm that's trying to think. Another to game it. has to do that. It sounds so familiar. I can't think of one. Uh, it's definitely not very common. But, no, uh, not common, but I think. I, oh, you right, know what? The it, it might be the version enough. on console that does it too. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> no, so like, okay, so what has changed about this game from when I first started playing it to today? And that is, I have unlocked more abilities. Uh, I kind of have a better idea of the flow of how the game is supposed to go. It doesn't really tell you where to go. It kind of gives you the ability to, Ooh. you know, once you get to a certain point in the story, it says, "Hey, go to this town or this town or this town." And I think there is a better order to do that. I don't think I did it in the right order, but you're, um, not, you're not using the walkthrough on that. No, because I want to. It's the Vayner, which is my genre of choice. Yeah. Uh, okay. I like this type of game, so I I didn't want to have any kind of uh, a walkthrough uh, at all to this. Okay, I, know, so I, I know that's weird. 
I know there's there's one for Steam in case you uh, you know want to do it in secret and not tell anybody. I think other people are doing that. Um, I am not doing that. Okay. Uh, I so I've been playing through, and so my current time is like over thirty hours uh, into this game, and so don't be don't be you know dismayed by that because if you use a, a guide, you can probably cut that down in half or way less. But uh, what really changed is the move set. You get more moves, um, and the, you know, it just, you see a little bit more of the story and you get more of the cutscenes. The, uh, the cutscenes are like really nice anime. Um, and yeah, I, the game has gotten better for me. I probably wouldn't recommend this for, for other people, but as a game just made for me, uh, it, it's doing okay. Uh, it's not fan, super fantastic. It's no worry. I'm not going to go out there and, and talk about it like crazy, but, um, it does get better. If you're looking for more of that Metroidvania platforming, it does get more of that later. Um, once you have all these movesets, you can start doing complicated chains of them to get through kind of a gauntlet uh, session you have to do to get to one area in the game. And that's when, to me, I was like, I'm really having fun with the platforming in this game. The combat is, um, yeah, it's not great. Uh, it's not horrible, but it's not great. Um, but for me, the platforming really started to shine in one little section. Um, so it's kind of a missed opportunity i think altogether they, they could have mixed it up a little bit better but yeah so i'm putting time into that trying to finish it up before the end of the month and i don't think that's gonna be a problem indivisible yeah i was going to uh to say uh indivisible <laughs> is the perfect name because you cannot divide the number of players who've played this game by the number of people who completed <laughs> this game because it's zero Ooh, well, yeah, that creates problems. If you're talking about the console version, yes. Of course, that that makes my joke work. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the I, console version has DLC that released, but it's broken, and the Windows version never got it. Something with the dev going under, so... Yeah, that's a sad story. Um, but uh, that broken DLC is on sale It's week. not as sad as the game that cost $40, though. Yes. Just Know that it's $40. Yeah. <laughs> Times two. Times two. If you don't finish it now. Can I go on a little mini rant here? Because I know you want to uh, hear You're going rant. to anyway, so. Yeah. So how about it? Game Pass is awesome, right? But I feel like every two weeks, there's a new list of games that are leaving. And like you said, like so now you're trying to chase this one. And like, do you feel like you're wasting your time or like not playing the games that you paid money for not just no. you like all of us we all do this stuff no well, you're the only one that feels it. what games yeah. are you paying for i mean at this point People what, if he doesn't do it he's occasion. basically losing money so <laughs> right so, but, i mean because all the games for that game you pass? do buy are like five dollars some like people some people these, use so. rtdl to determine what to play other people absolutely <laughs> don't tell them that that's wrong and instead they use I'm not saying, game I, pass i'm, I'm not saying you're wrong i'm yeah. just saying i know i know a lot of people i'm saying we all have our own way to determine what to play are playing game pass about. games so i'm also and also buying 36 games a week so if so I mean i'm also playing play them all is I'm also I'm playing Indivisible. I do not want to play Indivisible, but it's a Metroidvania game, and it's not my favorite, and it costs 40 bucks. I will never buy this game. <laughs> I will never buy this game. I think it looks will. pretty. I'll give it that. I will never buy this game. Uh, so I'm forcing myself 
to to play it, even though I would rather play Warboat stuff. Ooh. So, I mean, it's life. It's life. What's no, we can't a, let so lists you, dictate what we play now. Come on now. Wait, you said that there was un, unobtainables on this, right? On the, on, on, the DLC, on the DLC, on the Xbox version. The, the, oh, yeah, okay, Windows okay. does not have the DLC, so it doesn't have the unobtainables. Oh, okay, so okay. Gotcha, okay. All right, I was going to say, I was seeing all these completion numbers there, and I was like, yeah, something wouldn't end up. Okay, I didn't say that there was DLC. For yeah, so you could pay money on the console version to not be able to complete it. Exactly. <laughs> no, <laughs> and they're, they're totally... No. There's a rumor out there that they might do it, but I don't count on them fixing it. You see, Elroy's looking with the wrong settings. That's why he sees completions on it. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, yeah, let's be honest. Stuff, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you don't own it, it doesn't exist, man. That's just the way things work. <laughs> That's so, just science. <laughs> but I, but uh, I do believe you might own some Star Wars episode uh, something or another, uh, perhaps. Elroy, you Did know you exactly what game this is. This classic Nintendo <laughs> 64 yeah, cartridge on <laughs> the even more classic movie of the same title. Um, yeah. yeah no, this is not the movie's exactly terrible. T- this is not exactly a timely release or anything. <laughs> so. Yeah, episode one, Racer, which took one of the two good parts of that movie and made a whole game about it. Yippee! Uh, the second good part of the movie, of course, being Jar Jar. No, it's, of course, Darth <laughs> Maul. Come on. Yeah, uh, he's pretty bad. <laughs> so since we're talking about playing for fun and not achievements, I will let you know that this game can be completed in approximately an hour, hour and a half using cheat codes. <laughs> now, did, now, I do have a question for you about that. So oh, absolutely. I, assume, I, I assume that you use them. I mean, obviously. Absolutely. All right. So. Did you fully understand, like, I don't know, did you use the old Bill's video or did you use someone else's? I did use or... Bill's video. Shout okay, out to Bizuminati. So when I, there you go. So uh, when I when I watched it, I guess I didn't fully understand. So perhaps you can save some people some frustration sure. if you uh, explain because I thought you had to finish a lap. I thought you had to go all the way around that dang track and... Some of those laps or some of those tracks are like three minutes long for a lap. And uh, it took me all the way until like the second or second to last set of levels to figure out that that's not what you had to do. So um, in the video, uh, they show you, like you to elaborate on that. <laughs> I can try, but I was a little confused myself. So in the video, they show that you can go backwards a little bit and then you go forwards and then that counts as a lap. Then you do that again. It's a second lap. And you could do that again as your third lap. But you need to make sure you're in first place at the time. So what would happen but was yeah, cross yeah, so the, the line uh, well, that many times. Well, so what you, so you have to get in first place. So yes. you have to either hit the boost out of the out of the gate, and then you'll jump into first place, and then you hit Y, which backs you up, mm-hmm. and then that backs you up behind the start line, and so mm-hmm. it counts you as having made a complete lap, and yeah. then you cross the line again, and then you hit Y. And then that second lap, and then one more time, and you got the the three laps, and you're done. Yeah. So it's so, really quick. I, you have to understand what you're doing. Okay. <laughs> I, I had a little trouble, so I think I did what you did. I did the first two laps, and then when it said three of three, I went around and did the full lap. But once you pass everyone, I think you could just mm-hmm. hold down uh, boost the whole time, and you fly around, and you automatically just go where you're supposed to go. Uh, but the other thing oh, yeah. You have to the, do is, the, the, the opposition's terrible. You can tone them down, too. Yeah, the other thing you had to do each time was hit start and turn the AI down to uh, the worst difficulty. 
Otherwise, they would well, catch up with you. That was the most time-consuming. Yeah, that was yeah, the most time-consuming And you had to keep, part of the, and you couldn't hold down, down. You had to keep tapping down on the D-pad until it went down. But yeah. other than that, um, um, the graphics for the time for N64, I think, were pretty good, actually. The cutscenes weren't bad. Uh, I'm sure you skipped them all, and I skipped most of them, but what I saw wasn't bad. And, um, is this one of the, the games middle... on the N... Sorry. Uh, is this one of the games on the N64 that took advantage of that graphics uh, booster? Um, I don't think so. I had that that red thingy. Yeah, that came with. Uh, I remember the game looked pretty good. Donkey Kong sixty four. Stone Age. Yeah, I remember Donkey Kong sixty four and Perfect Dark taking advantage of that. Uh, okay. That thing. I like Wave Racer might have too. But... Mm. Oh, yeah, that was it's... a launch title. I don't know. So anyway, um. This game was fifteen dollars. I would not recommend it at that. It was on sale for seven fifty. <laughs> and uh, one good thing about it, for such an easy completion, it's still worth fourteen hundred TA. So Elroy knows yeah, this. That's surprising. why he played it, of course. Yeah, it wasn't exactly. that bad to do. Oh, I was gonna say uh, the credits. The, oh my god, the credits took forever. I was afraid to back out and and go jump back in, so I just let them play. <laughs> yeah, out. no, it was to be. Yeah, we so, do. Yeah, so it's worth 400 TAD. It's not too bad to get done. The other thing, though, that I always think, because I always think that they had, um, like, the reason that you couldn't put achievements in the OG Xbox games is that because it's hard to do so. But I feel like if you you can put, how many achievements are there? If you could put 29 achievements into an N64 game, how come they don't port over more of them? Well, there's there's probably a little bit more to it than... There's got to be a copy paste code way to do it. There's got to be a market for it. Maybe Star Wars has some money. I mean, if they could do it retroactively, it would be good. But it's probably it's it's probably more work than what it's worth to them. Yeah, I mean, most of the achievements are for winning races, and then you unlock characters, and then there's uh, one or two for playing a specific characters, and one for buying all the upgrades. That there's nothing really. One that took me the longest was getting the thousand uh, miles per hour. I think it was. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna ask you about that. Which which stage did you use? Ah, uh, I don't remember. Uh, I got it by accident, honestly. Well, actually, I got it after <laughs> I after, after I started upgrading everything, and then uh, like I upgraded everything, and then I forget I was going for a certain achievement, and I just accidentally hit a thousand miles per hour. It took me forever to figure out how to do the freaking boost. I had to look up the the solution yeah. to the guide. I think you have to push uh, in the thumbstick yeah. and then you see a well, yellow you light. Hold, you just got to yeah. hold it up. Like So oh, yeah. on a racing game, you don't normally push forward. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's just assumed you're going to go forward when you hit the gas. And so you have to wait until you get it all the way up to where there's a green dot that appears. And then you got to push up on the the left thumbstick and then that fills it yellow. And then you got to push, I think, X and or yeah or A and it launches it. So that was kind of confusing too. So that one took me kind of near the end. I was like, why can I not boost? Is this, so this person, this developer publisher who put these out, um, I believe they have, yeah, Asper Media. I believe that they have done other ports of the Mm. old Star Wars games. Would you guys want those too? Which ones did they port? I don't see any of those. Um, I'm looking it up. Oh, I see. Okay, I see what you you mean, I mean like the Black College Football Experience Doug Williams edition? I feel like <laughs> I, I 
want I would <laughs> would want <laughs> the Rogue Squadron <laughs> games, but I feel like they'd just be horrible. Uh, it, would just ruin, um, it would ruin the old experience in my memory. So I love those games, but they're hard as hell. They also did these Jedi Knight, Jedi Academy stuff, Jedi Knight 2. I have no idea what these games are, but they're on PlayStation 4. I see they did that Morkred game. Seems like everyone's playing that game now. And Game Pass. Yeah. I mean, if they did it, I would probably play those games. And then it would, like I said, it would probably ruin my memory of them. Dark we were old and played like yeah. X-Wing versus TIE Fighter and those type of things. They might have also done KOTOR. I'm not 100% sure. Did they do Shadow of the Empire? Uh, again, uh, no idea. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not right. finding very good sources on those. Gotcha. Oh, Wikipedia. They can probably tell me. There's a uh, there's an achievement called Off to the Races in Black College Football Experience, Doug Williams edition. Just saying. It's kind of weird. Off to the Racist? Is that what you're saying? That's what the game is called. It's called Black College. Oh, races. I see what you're saying. <laughs> races. Races. What did you think I said? Come on. I mean, I, I'm just telling you the name of the title as, it's, as it stands. Yeah, Black College Football Experience. And it's it's you definitely want to get the Doug Williams edition, not the other edition. That's <laughs> not the, the Tom Brady edition. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of that game. Uh, oh, it's man. a classic. I, I, it's classic. I, I was under the impression I'd seen all the names of these old 360 games you at like, this point. Was, nope, oh, that yeah. one I have never seen. Oh, I did say. you think I was making it up? <laughs> <laughs> it took me a second to know what you're talking about. Then I saw it on there. I was like, what in the world? Uh, shoot, that's good to... Oh, man. <clears throat> <laughs> well, all right. Well, do you have anything else was you it... want to add on the Star Wars... Uh, uh, I would say... Uh, battle, battlefront here? Don't play it. But no, um... <laughs> No, that's the other interesting thing, okay. though. If you're, I mean, if you're if you're if you're buying a game like this just for the gamer score, um, I did. Well, no, it's fine. I'm not judging. I'm just saying, like, but do you tend to start thinking that anything over five dollars is too much if you're just doing it for that? I, mean, I guess seven fifty is not too much worse, but fifteen dollars. Uh, some people would have a ten dollar rule. Ten dollar. Yeah, rule? that's my rule, man. Some people. <laughs> some people. It goes up to fifteen if I have a if I've received a bunch of gift cards for Christmas or something, which I, I, I did. see. I spend see. those buddies. Yeah, so I'm a big spender then, man. Fifteen dollars. Four. Well, fourteen ninety nine. Fifteen oh one too much. So, yeah. All right. Um, Brer Rocker, did you have a second game, or am I closing this out here? You take it home, buddy. All right, all right, fantastic. This will lead into a discussion topic I might have too. So, oh, uh, my second game was my second game was Tekken Seven uh, NXS uh, Edition. Um, this is one where it was leaving Game Pass, so much like we discussed, it's perfectly acceptable to uh, have it dictate what you play. Uh, this uh, I only played this because it was about to leave. So. Yeah. Uh, a couple of things about this game. Uh, it is, well, first of all, the guy that is the main guy, he has a big X on his chest. So if he was a, you know, you would think that if you were uh, in the fighting, uh, you know, the fighting atmosphere that you probably wouldn't put a big X where your weakness is because ultimately he gets punched there and has a heart attack and gets thrown off a mountain into some lava. Spoiler alert. Now, he, um, he's like this this guy, so it's like a really touching story about uh, a, well, maybe I shouldn't use the word touching. Uh, it's a very uh, emotional story about a, a, a man and his son uh, where he is, uh, whoa, where he is basically fighting Sorry. his son out of, out of the gate 
And you say, well, why is he? He's just teaching him a lesson. No, he was trying to kill him. And why was he trying to kill him? Uh, because he uh, was a hell spawn of, of the devil. So, um, so generally when you have a child that is the hell spawn of the devil, you try to kill them and then you throw them off of a mountain. Okay, so that's exactly what he does. So you can't fault him there. And then uh, you might say, well, why is the child the hell spawn of the devil? Well, turns out that he gets it from his mother. So you, <laughs> so you, you guessed it. So he choked the devil out of her. So he, uh, he threw the kid off the cliff, and then he chokes the, the devil out of the, the mother. Well, actually, he choked the devil out of the mother first, and then he threw the, this hell spawn off the, the mountain. So before you prosecute him, uh, for his actions, you should just know he was right. He was right because that kid was the devil. And in fact, you don't kill him. Be- and he suspected that it wouldn't kill him. And um, you basically are building the whole game towards uh, fighting the uh, the devil that you threw off the mountain. And uh, then in the end, you win. So you, you, you defeat him. And then it just launches into a cutscene where the devil kills you and then throws you off the mountain. So you, you defeat him. And then in the cutscene, <laughs> he, he defeats you. I, I don't know. There's a really good message there. Uh, a circle of life, maybe I, I'm not really sure. Uh, but there you go. That was, that was the gist of it. I, I, I skipped half the cutscenes. There's probably things that led up to it. There was some other big storyline going on, but I, I just skipped most of that. I, I was just interested in the devil and the hell spawn and all that stuff. Um, but that was Tekken seven. Uh, it was, uh, interesting, I guess. I don't play a whole lot of games. Uh, I went through this one. This is the first one I've ever played outright, and there's some interesting characters in there. You, you can fight as a bear um, and a panda. <laughs> uh, there's all kinds of weird crap on there. There was a, a guy with a jaguar mask on. Oh, that was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, he does all wrestling kinds moves. of weird characters. Plays a raptor. Yeah, there's just all kinds of weird stuff, man. And so I uh, Eddie Gordon. <laughs> And it was actually pretty well done with uh, incorporating all the characters because all the characters aren't in the main story because uh, obviously, I mean, there's so many characters. They got characters out the wazoo. I don't know who any of these people are. I assume they make appearances in the first six Tekkens, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, there's there's a ton of them. And, but they, they do keep them involved because they have what is called like uh, mini storylines. And so it's just a single fight that you do where you do the fight and it's... Um, it basically tells you how that story ends and then you choose the other character that you were fighting against and then it tells it from their perspective of what why they were there and what happens it's real quick it's not i'm not saying it's a, a lot of death but it did get all the other characters involved and uh, fortunately you only have to do like 10 of them so uh because it'd be it would have been a pain if you it would have wore very thin if you had had to do them all uh but i guess you could if you were really interested in the characters uh for whatever reason uh but yeah that was uh that was pretty much my experience with uh tekken 7 um i don't play a lot of fighting games so um i i just on occasion but it, it depends on contests going on and whatnot but uh it did lead me into a discussion topic f- about it it got me thinking uh when i played this one so <laughs> this game uh it has the where I felt like the story was kind of limited by the medium of the game. And what I mean by that is that anytime that there is like a cutscene, you know how it's going to end. Someone's going to come running in and you're going to start fighting them. That's just because it's a fighting game. And so it's a, you know, you versus someone else. Someone's on the right, you're on the left and you fight them. And so every time you go to a cutscene, it's like, you know, Oh, 
Hey, I didn't expect to see you here. Oh my gosh, what's that noise? The ceiling collapses. Oh, well, you know, it's a bunch of people you have to beat up. Uh, you know, it's a, it's some, and there's like all these drones. You beat them up, and then you know someone important shows up, and you have to beat them. And it was just like the same thing over and over again. So I was thinking, surely there's an example. I mean, and this was probably the best story I've seen in a fighting game. Uh, there, there, it was kind of similar to the Marvel Capcom but done better like the marvel capcom was just annoying one and uh this one was at least interesting with the hell spawn and choking the devil out of somebody and uh that, i mean that got my attention i, I didn't actually skip those cutscenes, so um so that there's that's a plus but it started making me think uh like if you're looking for a story in a genre like which genres are worse than fighting is basically what i'm saying like it's surely there's some something i'm not thinking of uh maybe naval games I, I mean i don't know but uh can y'all think of anything i i'm no i'm probably putting y'all kind of on the spot because i don't know my my notes were a little spotty on this but can y'all think of something that is limited by the genre uh, as far as storylines are concerned bull riding yeah bull riding <laughs> for sure i don't know toro really got, had really took the bull by the horns and uh took it to the next level so uh, <laughs> uh but but you know to get what i'm trying to say is like all these other genres, like, well, fighting games, they've really advanced technically. I mean, you went from, you know, just basic Street Fighter to, uh, you know, something like this where you have all these different characters and just crazy moves and all this other stuff going on. Very, you can tell the, the advancements are there, but yet it still feels somewhat limited. Like in Street Fighter, you just get a single cut scene or you beat the game and you get like a very brief moment where... You know, your bride runs out and says, oh, Ken, and then he shows you getting married and then that's it. That's spoiler alert. That's, uh, you know, that's how Ken's oh, storyline ends. Yeah, I, I had know, that DVR. And, uh-huh. uh, <laughs> and so, I don't know. And it, I guess it's really hasn't advanced that much in here because it's just the same cutscene of, you know, leading to the next fight. So at least it's, it, there's cutscenes between the fights. I guess you don't really get that in, in like, some of the other fighting games, but I don't know. You just are just fighting everyone. You don't really know why you're so angry and fighting everyone, but <laughs> um, you know, you're just going match to match. It's like, what did this guy do to piss you off? Well, th- you know, so I don't know. It was kind of interesting, but uh, I can't think of any other genres that really Trent, you know, <laughs> crossed over to where they don't really advance. I don't know. Um, anyway, I, mean, I think for the obvious <laughs> answer uh, for genre having, the worst storylines or no storylines is probably shmups. Like you don't you generally see shmups. A shoot Australian up. football. Q sports. Oh. Yeah, Q sports. <laughs> right. Q sports you could get into. I'm, be, I'm trying know, to give serious like, answers. Well, it's just like oh, I'm going to go. I'm going to you know go spend go my paycheck drinking and playing pool. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be actually pretty good cutscenes. I'd enjoy that. So I don't know. Works for Rec Room, right? And that and that's same. Oh, stop it. <laughs> no, I, I can, uh, I mean, shoot I'm em sure up. some sports no, shoot games em up you can do more with shoot em ups uh they have a lot because you're you have like the usually well oh, i think i think i'm thinking of first person shooters I think say. think of east asia soft no i'll think of a good one will um, it be <laughs> <laughs> well it doesn't make your eyes bleed the I one that i like but can galaga the name of sky force yeah sky force. hero that, hero doesn't, doesn't really have much of a story you're right they don't I'm looking at like of the major genres, and I mean, I would probably have to say Freedom Finger. Like, this is very picky story. choosy, but like platforming, 
Like you could have a really touching story like Super Meat Boy, but most of the time it's like a picture and then you just do it. You don't care. Like Elliot. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They- <laughs> Well, what would be the the flip side of this? Uh, well, I mean, Ori was a platformer. I mean, Ori had a pretty good story. It had an amazing story. That that would be uh, a what? good polar opposite there. Yeah. You know what I would like is a sports game in the vein of Ski School. Ski School. You don't, <laughs> uh, you don't remember this movie? <laughs> we talked about this no, movie on a previous oh, podcast. Oh. Have we talked about oh, Ski well, School? You were there. Yeah. It was a Cinemax classic. It was a Cinemax classic. Yes, that's exactly. Oh, so this what is, it is not a game. This is this is actual movie. This is not a game. Yes, a, a movie called okay. Ski School. It's it's basically you know it's it's what movies were back in the eighties. Um, they had a popular uh, Ski School too. Did they? <laughs> I don't think I saw that. But I would play a sports <laughs> game that was in the vein of Ski School. I I say I don't know anything about I, ski school. I, I know I fast forwarded through that movie. That's in my wheelhouse. Okay. So so what you want? You need something like Cool Borders with a story. <laughs> no, I, I like tell you, I tell you my cool favorite. Uh, oh, it came out in ninety one. Come on, ninety one. Come on. No, the uh, uh, the the best uh, story I think is in sports game. If we're talking sports games, is it's got to be the uh, prelude uh, where basically oh here you we just go foul, <laughs> you just foul them and then you get promoted and you get drafted number one or two in the draft. I mean because you just foul out every dang game and <laughs> but your potential is just so good. And, I, th- I think that uh, you're forgetting about football game. Oh yes, that cheerleader. Is <laughs> <laughs> that's ah. definitely a story there. So I guess sports, yeah, sports is a they got some good stories going on there. Uh, no, that's uh, <laughs> that's ski school. I never heard of that one. And uh, yeah, that's that's interesting. Okay, well, <laughs> uh, so all right. Well, um, I was looking through the news. So hashtag news. There you go. So um, I didn't really see a whole lot of news. Uh, I just wanted to gripe about the Xbox gameplay chart. I. I it's been a, about six months since I've looked at this. I don't know. Every once in a while, I, I never look at this number. But what is going on with this? I know I'll probably say the exact same thing I said six months ago. But what is up with all these games on here? Who are, are still playing all these games? Fortnite's number three still. Um, all this Call of Duty crap. First-person shooter, first-person shooter, you know. And and uh, there's a couple of decent games on there. But I was really disappointed. Uh, actually, you know, what I was most disappointed on is... Uh, well, actually, there's number 27's uh, PUBG. I think y'all were talking about that last week about how no one plays it anymore. It's still number 27, so I guess somebody plays it. Uh, but I was really disappointed that uh, the Phoenix Rising game's not on here. That is one of the best games I've played in a long time, and it's sad that it's not on here. I guess people haven't I discovered think it. What the problem is is that most of these are. Uh, multiplayer games or they have a multiplayer aspect mm-hmm. to them and so unfortunately that takes precedence over some great single player stuff uh like cyberpunk is on here but cyberpunk is a little different but uh, I, I know what you're saying phoenix is probably the sleeper triple a hit of the last year and it's For sure. nowhere to be found yeah it's not on the top 
40. It's beat out by Rec Room, of all things. Right. Number, uh, <laughs> yes. Day-Z. Roblox. Uh, Half of them are free, I mean, yeah, right? Robo- Who's still playing Roblox? <laughs> Aren't Ar- Ar- the games either evolved. I'll tell you who's playing those either, Roblox. Oh. Somebody who keeps forgetting uh, to get that 20-day streak. Keep uh, messing up. Man, I, I still got to do... I still have one achievement on that game. I, I have a muff completion on that one because I... You have to play with like a bunch of friends or something like that, and mm-hmm. uh, I don't know what it was. Stop pulling it's a like frame, an get a thumb. Friends. Yeah. Well, these so I, I'd like to get that one done. These gameplay charts aren't based on achievements, so they're on just play time. Right. Um, yeah. So it's it's the people. I mean, achievement hunters are a very small fraction. I think of the Xbox ecosystem. So. Super surprising, super surprising, but pleasing to see is Skate 3 is within the top 40. That's kind of crazy, isn't it? I know, right? And so, I mean, we know that they're making another Skate, but I mean, this is a game that came out 11 years ago. We're about to hit the 11th anniversary. How is Fallout 76 in the top 40? Uh, (laughs) Game Pass helps that. I guess. And I think think it's decent now. I actually, I, I would play that with my Friday night group, but... For some reason, they don't want to just start new games. They want to finish ones we've already played. <laughs> I don't know how Bomberman's down here just for me alone. Jeez. <laughs> God bless, man. I got like 600 hours into that game. And we're man. star balls. Come on now. <laughs> anyway, I just I just thought I'd bring a gripe about it for a minute. Uh, I, I haven't played like any of those games. So uh, there you go. But um let's move on to hot takes all right it looks like i'm the only one with a hot take today so maybe y'all surprised maybe this will stimulate (laughs) something in your brain but um i just wanted to come out and tell you that i played story of a gladiator uh it's very um i don't know i I think it was on sale last week and um so i picked it up and maybe it wasn't i don't know it was yeah it's 11 dollars, so it would i would have gotten it on sale and so i mean 10.99 that's too much $10. $10. That's it. <laughs> but $9.99, I should say. So, um, but uh, I, I started this game and I was not expecting much out of it. And what I found was pleasantly surprised. And that is that Story of a Gladiator is like the spiritual successor of Castle Crashers. You heard me right. It is very similar to Castle Crash because it is. Like the same animation style as your cartoony violence. And so in Castle Crashers, you have the gladiator stage where you just go in there and you just wail on everyone. You know, you like four players and you just, you know, or chop, 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 you know, jump, chop, and all this other stuff. And it's just pure luck and all this. Uh, that is basically the entire game of Story of a Gladiator. You just go in a ring and you're killing folks everywhere. You can decapitate them. Uh, the fans are throwing crap in there. And then eventually you move on. You're killing every animal, every rare animal on the, on the continent of Africa. So you, you're decreasing the, the lion population, the tiger population. And uh, it's it's hella fun, man. It's a it's it's not bad at all, and it just reminds me of playing Castle Crashers back in the day. So if you miss Castle Crashers, now it's not as many stages. It doesn't have the humor. It doesn't have all that stuff or anything. Um, it's basically just you stuck in the gladiator stage of Castle Crashers. Uh, but if you miss that itch of you know attacking constantly with cartoon violence all over the place, then uh, there's no pooping deers, uh, nothing like that. But uh, this is definitely worth a look if you miss that uh, that that game. I mean, uh, but 
the, it, I haven't found a game quite like Castle Crash, and I keep thinking they're come out. I mean, you, there's a demand for it. They just remastered it, but Behemoth, I'm looking at you. We don't want these other games. We don't want Pit People and Pit People Win 10 or anything like that. We want more Castle Crashers. Give us what we want. That's what Story of a Gladiator gave us. They gave us what we wanted. All right, there you go. I'm looking at some video of this uh, game, and uh doesn't it's look like it like has much crashing. depth. Depth. It has a lot of depth and blood. Oh, it's got death. Yeah, it's got death all around. Does it have I see some co-op, do you know? Um, You know, I don't have friends, so I don't know. It's possible. <laughs> um, it might. It just might. Like I, I didn't see anything about that. Uh, but uh, you basically are just doing the same thing over and over again. You're going in there and you're killing folks, man. And uh, I actually found a cheese method. I, I don't know if I... Oh, I'll give it to these good folks. You know, I, I haven't wrote it in a guide or anything. But basically what you want to do is open up the oh. first stage of Africa. Um, and uh, you kill Toto. And then uh, you basically have four enemies that you have to kill. Uh, that was an 80s reference, in case you missed it. And so I got uh, it. you kill four enemies. And... <laughs> yeah. And... That is worth somehow 500 gold. So, and it's really quick. It's like three wild animals and then some dude that thinks he's tough. And so you just slash, 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 go find the guy, kill him real quick. I mean, it takes like 20 something seconds. And so you get 500 gold for that. And most of the upgrades are only a couple thousand. So if you just sit there and grind out that same stage, uh, if you spend about 20 minutes on that one stage, you can buy every upgrade and you'll just fly through the other stages. So if you're looking to play this game, that is a very easy way to cheese it. So I started that and uh, I haven't had any, I haven't lost since I did that because you can just buy all the late, you know, the best upgrades and just go right through it. So I'm sure that'll be very helpful when, uh, if I try to get a completion on this because there's a hard mode on it. Um, so if I decide to, actually try i may have to do that what drew uh, you to this game because it does not look like very easy and like there's <laughs> tad there but you actually have to like work for it from what i can tell no you really don't um <laughs> because uh when i found this cheese method it, it's pretty easy like seriously it's, it's pretty easy all you have to do is just yeah but you, you didn't know about it before you bought no, it no i didn't yeah. no i did that's fair um but what drew me to it was that um, I like hack and slash genre. Uh, it's one of my my little guilty pleasures. I do like the hack and slash genre and beat 'em up genres. They remind me of some, you know, the old uh, four player Simpsons and TMNT games and stuff like that. And uh, so I, I like a good hack and slash and beat 'em up. And so I thought this was worth it. It was really cheap at the time. I think I told you. I sent you a message when I was. I just like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm gonna buy this yeah. game. It was on sale. And so um, I don't know why I bought it. To be honest with you, um, it just Pro- probably like, cheap. Yeah, it, was, it must have been dirt cheap, and uh, I don't know. There's no, I don't have any friends. I see uh, Exprovos plays it. That's about it. He looks like he sampled it, but uh, everyone else, not so much. I almost uh, bought it two times. So I, I, <laughs> one time I left it in my cart and I forgot to buy it. Uh, so that one passed me up. But then I saw it a week or two ago, and I was thinking about it. But now that you're telling me it's it's a it's, you know it's like interesting beat 'em up. I'm kind of yeah. It's it's. I mean, seriously, it feels like playing. Um, castle crashes to me. So that's what it felt like. Okay. Was, yeah. So I have two more things. Uh, one, uh, 
I'm looking at one of the screenshots and it looks like it's the Africa level and it looks like there are pits. Can you pull a 300 moment? Oh, absolutely. There's oh, an okay. achievement for it. Nice. Yep. Yep. Nice. Yep. Death pit. Death pit achievement. That's the last achievement I got the nice. other night was you have killed someone by kicking them in a pit. <laughs> and just... then yeah, then there's these creepy guys, man. They run around. They're holding these heads up, right? They got their own decapitated heads. You're making decapitated heads, but they got their own. They brought their own to the pit. And so they walk in with that thing. And if they hit you, you take off running like a like a little girl and you, you fall in the pit. Oh. I, I, I've never figured that part out. So those guys are a little dangerous, man. You got to watch out for them, man. They, they, they're they holding their those decapitated heads. You got to watch out for those guys. And the second is a comment slash recommendation. Have you checked out Scott Pilgrim? Um, yes, I played that in my days before I was an achievement hunter and, uh, don't know that I even have any of the, I think I played the demo for it. It's uh, worth more gamers score now. Yeah. Well, they have yeah. a new, they have a, a brand new one out, a remaster. Oh, I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah. I played it very briefly because I actually, uh, that no, movie. it's not a remaster. It's just a port. complete edition. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I just see that now. No, I'll probably have to check that one out because, um. I, I did play that one briefly um, as a demo, I think, back way back way before back. I, way back before I even knew what achievement hunting was. So, well, bud, we're gonna have to get you about two thousand more hack and slash gamer score to be within the top fifty for Tennessee. We'll nice. work oh, for on real? That. Yeah. All right. I'll. I'll uh, I, I did not know that. I'll have to uh, up my game there. I, I do like hack and slash, though. So, so for I'll all of you curious, challenge uh, accepted. According to uh, Co-Optimist's website, where you can find great knowledge on uh, co-op games, Story of a Gladiator is two-player couch co-op only. There you go. Oh, there you go. Even more like uh, Castle Crashes than it is fantastic. It is. Yeah, man, you would enjoy this game. Uh, you have friends. I you think might like this one. Not really. <laughs> so, is it uh, better or worse than uh, Bud Spencer and Terrence Hill slaps and beans? Ooh, uh, nothing's gonna. <laughs> I nothing. I mean, favorite. it didn't. It didn't have the soundtrack alone on that. Bud Spencer slapping some beans is uh, definitely <laughs> the route to go, man. I love that game, man. That, I still. I mean, I listen to those songs just all the time, man. Still, I don't know. I just can't get enough of their little. Uh, oh yeah, crazy you put that on your songs, uh, gym uh, playlist. Um, more of my my cruising playlist. Ah, uh-huh. so I listen to it. Yeah, you know, top I, I down in your car and, and cruise for chicks. Uh, yeah, the arm. The arm out the window. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. So, how about some community questions? I feel like I've been talking a lot. Somebody else want to take some community questions? Uh, we did not have any from outside the community. So, I did a, a podcast with or a segment with X and Chewy earlier today and asked them for some questions since we had none. So, that's why you, you'll see a theme here. All right. So, this is probably the best of the, the questions. It says... Should games that are longer than 50 hours be given more notice, like give you more notice if they are leaving Game Pass? Because we had talked about this earlier where uh, you feel obligated to finish those games. And, um, you know, should if it's a longer game, should they give you a little more advanced warning? That's what Chewy said. I thought it was a pretty good question. So My answer is no. <laughs> All games should give you more notice. Yes. I think that they should at oh, least give us a month. I think to, uh, m- months is reasonable. Why you know, two weeks, half a month is kind of like, yeah. Why not just when a game goes into Game Pass, they tell you the day that it leaves Game the, Pass? The expiration Oh, day. that's crazy. That's crazy talk. That would be good. It's too much you knowledge. You guys all stole my answers. God, sorry. It's too much knowledge. People will be yeah. I mean, buying it when it goes on deep sale. They, don't, they should do that for Netflix and everything else, too. 
Yeah. I want to say yeah. HBO Max tells you when stuff is leaving. It, it tells you if you go to last chance, like, you know what's going at the end of the month. Um, sometimes mm-hmm. it could be different, like Wonder Woman's the only one I can think of. But um, I, I think a month's notice would be better. Now, it might not help your 50-hour games uh, too, too much, two extra well, weeks, but... Well, I mean, it, how are they going to judge what's a 50-hour game? Did I mean, this come so up... It just depends on how you play the game, you know? Yeah, Did, yeah. This, did this come up with the announcement that uh, Final Fantasy uh, 15 is leaving Game Pass? Uh, we, we got a lot of stuff leaving Game Pass. Yeah, but well, that's, that's going to be a big that, section. That, that's, but there uh, is, clearly there a, is a light, oh, uh, that's a long a light one, at though. the tunnel on this one, though. Because we got something coming in that makes it all make you forget all of that. <laughs> and I know Br'er knows yep. what I'm talking about. So... All right. Well, cool, cool. All right. That's, we'll um, slide to the community questions. No, I, I, that's a good question. But yeah, the answer is, of course, they should let us know when everything's leaving, like you said. Yeah. And then we probably yeah, still would rush to... <laughs> <laughs> y'all nailed it. Uh, that's, that's a good point. I mean, yeah. You hear that, Larry? More time. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Herb. Well, how about some Willin and Dylan? I know there's a bunch of cells this week. So, uh, right, it's L- weird. Out of nowhere. Seems like a lot of things. Yeah, it seems like a lot of bundles and stuff. But uh, L, I know you like to spend money, so uh, what? what? <laughs> I do love to spend money. <laughs> well, what, what are you? What are you eyeing up? Um, well, you took the words right out of my mouth. They, for some reason, had a lot of bundles and a lot of DLC this week. Uh, the first and most obvious thing that a lot of people have been talking about is the Forza Horizon uh, Ultimate Add-Ons Bundle. Um, for $20, you get the Fortune Island and LEGO Speed Champions DLC, uh, the Forza Horizon 4 Car Pass, the VIP membership, and all that stuff is going to get you uh, more experience when you when you do races. So that one a lot of people were talking about today. Yeah, I, I was just looking at the... Uh... The Xbox gameplay chart, and uh, I, I was going to have so much joy because I didn't see fours on there, but then it freaking landed at number nine, so I can't make fun of it. Oh, what else? Uh, the Journey Down trilogy um, <laughs> is probably at the price that it should be normally. It's fifteen ninety nine on sale, sixty percent off. You're getting three That's, Journey Down point yep. and click games. I like three thousand gamer score. I liked the humor. Uh, the first game had that speed run that Chewie didn't like, but <laughs> I enjoyed that. Oh, that's uh, very doable speed run. I mean, I, even I could do that speed run. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Uh, Super volley blast and super tennis blast combo for six ninety nine for both of them, sixty five percent off. Uh, that those that's some more doable completions. Uh, Deponia 4. Deponia 4. Deponia Collection is four games, excuse me. So 10 bucks would normally be $40. But I guess Deponia 4 would be the fourth game. Oh, yeah. And there's a bunch of Artifacts Mundi games in there. I think I'll I'll pass it off to Nate. He's got some of that in his stuffs. Yeah. Um, there's the Summer, uh, Summer of Adventure Bundle. Which is thirty dollars down from sixty, and that has six games in it. Um, now, Artifacts Monday—they seem to do weird bundles all the time. So uh, you'll get when you buy a bundle, you'll probably get one or two games that you already got from a completely different bundle. 
Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. the annoying part. Is yeah. why why can you not mix and match? Like pick any four for you know whatever. Yeah, or something. And I like these That'd games. Be- you know, they're fun kind of wind down games or whatever. You, you just want something easy and you know, you know. Man, I like not them. when your eyesight's going bad. On well, you, there's man. that. <laughs> Shoot, man, I have to ask my wife for help. Man, I'm looking across this. I don't see any. But what of I do with this diamond on yeah. this glass? Honestly, <laughs> I, I know what to do with the damn diamond. I just can't find the fan, or you know, I, I, where I got the dark see a carnival. Fan? I was playing dark carnival last week, and I got to the the part with the diamond in the glass, and I just I just started nice. I, oh yeah! I posted a screenshot. Did you have to? Did you have to wrap it in a rag first? No, that's the, the that's the <laughs> modify. Is that it's a jagged diamond, so you have to put a rag around it because God forbid you cut your precious hand. No, no. Never mind. Time is of the essence. No, I just had to cut the glass, and then uh, I can't take the meat out yet because I have to put some sleeping pills in it. But um, <laughs> wouldn't it be more beneficial? And I think somebody said this in Discord just to take the diamond and run. <laughs> <laughs> just be done with it. Oh, I yeah. don't need to see yeah. this woman. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, usually that diamond's huge, man. It's not a small diamond. I mean, it's always it's like this. It's the, it's the biggest diamond you ever seen in every game. So, uh, but speaking yeah. of Artifacts Monday, there's actually two oh. single games as well: Ghost Files, which is 374 down from 15, uh, and The Secret Order, which is also 374 down from uh, 15. Um, El, did you mention Queen's Quest? I think you did, right? The bundle. Oh, I was going to, but I saw it on your list, so I passed it off to you. I was going to leave that with you because I was doing some research. Yeah, Queen's Quest bundle is $9 down from 36 It's three games. It's Queen's Quest 2, 3, and 4. Yeah, we never got number one. How are we going to follow the story? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. What I was going to say uh, earlier, the Summer of Adventure bundle, actually, uh, it has six games that aren't in series so a lot of times you'll get like a number two or number three of like event died or like what's the nightmare from the deep yeah. or something like that but this might be one of the the more safe ones to get yeah it's true but um, um my brother rabbit is in another bundle with a game that i hadn't heard of uh irony curtain from martyrushka with love or something yeah uh, x yeah. actually talked about that yeah i think oh. the first to complete that game i don't know if he was the first but I, I know he definitely liked it if he said it then it must be true yeah, uh, so I'm have to look that one up. And the last sale I want to recommend is the Fall Bundle. I feel like the Fall didn't get enough attention. It was a fun, uh, fun. It was a good, he <laughs> was interesting story. If you're into games for their story, um, where you're kind of you're just kind of figuring the story out. It's, it's an immersive story, so you figure it out as you're going along. And there's a big twist at the end, and I was like, ooh. And then they said there's going to be a sequel. It's actually supposed to be a trilogy. The second game took a long time to come out. Uh, the bundle is $5.39 down from 27 It's only two games at this point. Jeez. Um, but yeah. but So I'm really looking forward to the second game. And the second game is uh, by itself. Let me look at the price. It's $17. $17 for the second yeah. game by itself. So yeah, no brainer. Get the bundle. I wish I could give someone the first game from my bundle, but uh, yeah, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. That's where they get you, man. That's, That's where, where they, they get, get you. you. And, and no- uh, notably, the fall part two is not as easy as the fall, the first one. Yeah, maybe. I'm still inter- interested in the story and seeing where they take it. Well, I, I can confirm, give him his props. Uh, X is, the in fact, the first gamer ever to complete Irony Curtain. He did it by with eight days to spare. There you go. 
So he just beat out BK Dragon. So in your face, BK Dragon. Uh, I don't know if he's a listener or not. <laughs> not anymore. Neither's the number one guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. First place loser. Now, uh, the only game I saw that I thought was uh, interesting uh, was uh, African American Paradox. It is a game that has a dinosaur as the main character from what i can tell and if you're going to have a main an upright dinosaur uh as the main character then i'm going to give you a try it's a roguelite shoot 'em up it's it's a uh, normally $15 it's down to $3.74 uh, it looks like you can get it in a, a digerati uh, bundle or two uh, but uh, why not just get it for three seventy four, where you can just get the game by itself? So, uh, but uh, I can't tell you much about it. It's only got eight hundred twenty eight track gamers and um, worth thirteen hundred TAD and only sixty seven completions. It doesn't look too bad, I guess. But um, I don't know. There's a couple people in the community that've started Facial Lafleur and Freaky, um, most notably. Looks like uh, one of those but, bundles uh, yeah. is also three seventy four. By itself, that has three other games. It's weird. The nah, Pew the bundle's Pew. not three seven. Oh wait, oh the, the Pew, 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 Pew bundle. bundle. Yeah, I don't know what's weird, right? What's in that one? I don't know. It's got a bunch of uh, hard uh, games like, that no one will play, like uh, Bleed Two. Oh yeah, Xenoraptor and Chicago. Wasn't that but... free with game? Yeah, Bleed Two was Bleed just free. Two, but... and that the one that's uh, yeah, games of gold, and then I don't even know what four the games for three seventy four. Other ones are. Hmm. Yeah, I guess Pew, that's Pew, pretty Pew. good. Deal. I guess you would go with that one then, right? <laughs> I guess. Yeah, Xenoraptor. I mean, who doesn't want to play Xenoraptor with its five thousand TA and you know zero completions? <laughs> I mean, come on, who don't want to play that one? Yeah, hundred one, uh, hundred one track gamers. So that that one's definitely hit. Walk so up couple to, completed, I'm sure. <laughs> I need to take a. Oh, you, you never guess who number one. I actually, Koosh, you have this game. You're, uh, I, I had no idea. I'm, I'm still in your thunder. I mean, this is clearly your game. I mean, you got 101 uh, uh, TA in it out of 5,165. <laughs> <laughs> and, and what's up with this? Fufu has more. <laughs> 258 he's the number one on my friend's scoreboard 258 out of 5165 so there you go xenoraptor available part of the pew 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 bundle hey jumping in here real quick just to let everyone know while yes xenoraptor is a pretty good game and i am number one on elroy's list for it if you are a completionist i would highly 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 recommend staying away from this game the one achievement in the game for earn a million points is not necessarily unobtainable, but it basically is because there is a boss that every time you try to fight him, the game crashes. And unless there has been a patch here recently that has not been mentioned on TA or anything anywhere like that, it has not been patched. So therefore, it is basically impossible to complete this game. Unless you are like uber uber lucky. Yep. I don't know. What about you, bro? Uh, this week I'm literally going to uh, recommend hot garbage to you. Um, yes, <laughs> you should go buy hot garbage. It is on sale for like six bucks, normally eight bucks. Um, if you're wondering, hot garbage is a DLC for <laughs> Journey to the Savage Planet. Uh, this is a pretty 
uh, punny game. It has uh, instead of new game plus, they have like old game minus, and nice. parts of their DLC are uh, like they have DLC the, the the letters built into them. So like it's a very funny game. I haven't played much of it, but it's been highly recommended. It is a Metroidvania, so um, I'll probably be, be playing it soon. And so couple bucks off for the dlc i I might as well get it so yeah hot garbage for that one there's an achievement called cronus unplugged i I never suggest unplugging the cronus you gotta keep that thing running so (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if i guess there's a character named cronus maybe i don't know who knows who knows you can tell us later (laughs) yeah so all right that's weird what is it says like friends scores on that one and it says six and six and five i don't see any gamer score on there that's worth six or five yeah oh, uh well i think Maybe the beginning achievements, achievements might be a little weird um the dlc uh, is only worth well oh, no, actually okay. the achievements seem okay uh, unless there's a hidden one in here the dlc alone is 280 gamer score so a little weird uh, and then the title update for Old Game Minus is 45 gamer score. So I don't, I don't know why they picked these numbers, but there you go. Um, but yeah, Journey to the Savage Planet DLC. All right. Well, we have teased this. Uh, the hashtag Game Pass. So the Game Pass has got a lot going on this 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 time of year, I guess. Uh, I don't know. Uh Koosh, man, we haven't heard from you in a while. What's uh, what's going on with Game Pass? He always steals this. <laughs> so let's just talk about what's been added uh, via time travel. Uh, Control PC is being added on the 21st. And that uh, is for PC, obviously. Desperados 3 is for Android console and PC. Donut County. Tell us more about that one. I, I just have a feeling I'm going to like this game. Tell us more. <laughs> uh, Please so you tell play us more. as a trash panda. And, yeah, um, you do. <laughs> Donut County is amazing. You have to go play it. It's in Game Pass. <laughs> go do it. I'm not even going to talk about it anymore. It's a must play. I, now, what a lot of people may or may not realize is that Brer Rocker and I, we inspired this game. So <laughs> let's just jump in our little time travel machine and uh, go back to a time when this game did not exist. And coincidentally, it came out in... Uh, December of 2018. Now, in November of 2018, a famous podcast, uh, <laughs> Achievement Wildlife Hunters, uh, the second edition came out and featured, uh, was the coon second or was the possum second? I can't remember. Yeah, I, I don't think know. The, I think the coon might have been second. And so uh, a few weeks before that, uh, a the pilot episode of Achievement Wildlife Hunters came out and available for download still. Still one of our top downloads, you know. And... Uh, <laughs> Uh, it came out and uh, we talked about possums. Then you get to this game. What are the two main characters of this game? It is a coon and a possum. And they nailed it. They nailed it. Uh, ben Esposito was the developer of this game. And I actually searched this guy down and sent him an email and asked him uh, <laughs> to come on the podcast and talk about this game. And he, of course, never wrote me back. But that is probably because he didn't expect me to know that he took the idea straight from us. Uh, and he nailed it with these animals, man. The coon is a prick, and the possum is this weird creature that nobody wants to have anything to do with. He's like goth, and it's uh, it's you have to play this game. It's my full endorsement. Go play this game. You're not going to play a better Game Pass game anytime soon <laughs> than Donut Country. That's right. right. 
And I, I just want to point out that uh, Control, we don't know if it's a, a new list. And on Donut County, we don't know if it's going to be a PC stack or not. If I was a betting man, I would say no. It's an Annapurna published game. Uh, they published What Remains of Edith Finch, which was just added to Game Pass. And as we know, that did not get a stack. So uh, fingers crossed for it, but you should still play it nonetheless. We're also getting, uh, or we also have now, Outer Wilds, not to be confused with the Outer Worlds, which it totally gets confused with. Um, <laughs> oh, man. I thought I didn't realize there's two different games. Oh, yeah. That was horrible, horrible <laughs> uh, naming <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> Indeed. And coming soon, uh, Cyber Shadow. Everyone needs to play this okay. game and, and yeah. rate it extremely high. Um, we have to we have to pause on this. Why would they need to play this game? They don't need to rate it, but why would they need to play this game? Why would they need to play this game? Because it is a retro uh, game. It looks... Oh, sorry. It's also by the makers of Shovel Knight, so uh, Yacht Club okay. Games, and it is basically, you know, from what I've seen, Ninja Gaiden, but yeah. done by the Shovel Knight guys. Yeah, so oh, well, I, I did a little research with this. Uh, Yacht Club Games... While they made Shovel Knight, they are publishing and they are assisting with QA testing. Um, they, this this game was actually a passion project for like one main developer, and then they brought like on a composer and a sound producer. But I think it's mostly one guy. He's been working on this game for a long time, and let me just tell you, <laughs> the soundtrack seems like a banger, like like uh, the Mummy Demastered level of music. Oh, Say so last time, uh, uh, one guy made a game, I and mean, we got Turtle Quest, and we know the music and the, <laughs> and, and the lore of that. I mean, so hopefully it's somewhere near that. Hopefully, yeah, at least that level of quality. Uh, that's yeah. Android console and PC on the twenty sixth. <laughs> We're also getting Project Winter, which is for console and PC on the twenty sixth. This game is a little bit like Among Us, is what it's been compared to, um, mm-hmm. although it doesn't look exactly the same. Uh, we are getting the Medium. So this was a big game uh, coming straight to game pass this was kind of like the xbox series uh you know flagship one of those type of games now, this it, is, it, it looked uh, a little bit like that uh, game where they all were complaining a lot um um was it tell me why or something tell me why oh, tell yeah me why. god i hated that game <laughs> i've never oh, played my it god. complaining it like makes that. sense <laughs> yeah oh man it's uh, that's such a Oh, I hated that I game. I think it has uh, like zero DNA of that. So I don't think... <laughs> okay. Well, I, I, I don't know why I thought it was similar to that. This but, is uh, more of a kind of, I think, adventure horror. Um, and that game was maybe horrible to you, but I don't think... It was yeah. definitely horrible. And it was an adventure <laughs> to finish that. Oh, oh, man. I was so ready. To, I, I'm not, On the scale of wanting to kill the main characters, I'm not sure they got up to Chloe level, but it was close. So <laughs> Chloe is a 10. Uh, and you actually do get to kill her, spoiler alert. Uh, but uh, I think they were at a nine, these two. Um, I, we get it. You got teen angst. Just get over it. So that's the medium, uh, not uh, tell me why. And that's coming to Series <laughs> X, uh, Series S, and PC on the 28th. And then we're also getting Yakuza 3 remastered, Yakuza 4 remastered, and Yakuza 5 remastered to Android, console, and PC all on 28th. Uh, at some point, we've got to go on a Yakuza binge because there's just too much Yakuza uh, going away from Game Pass. Uh, on the 31st, uh, we have Final Fantasy XV for console and PC. 
We have Fishing Sim World Pro Tour for the console. No! Yes, I know. <laughs> Get out there now. Uh, we have Indivisible. Right in the heart. In the heart. As no, you took the bait. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, chums. Let's go. As, as previously mentioned, Indivisible <laughs> is leaving console and PC on the 31st. Sea Salt, which I like to liken to Pikmin meets Cthulhu. Uh, and that is on console <laughs> and PC, and it's going away, so you might want to check that one out. Uh, and we don't have dates for these, but we've been told it's soon. That's Death Squared on the console, Death's Gambit on the PC, no achievements, <laughs> and Reigns Game of Thrones on the PC, no achievements. I really wish Death's Gambit had uh, achievements, or I probably would have played it. Uh, I'm going to click on it right now while I talk, but I'm almost positive we we do have dates for those, and oh. I think they are the end of the month. Um, and, of course, I am uh, wrong. We don't have dates, but it's probably the end of the month. <laughs> it's probably. But two of them don't have achievements, so you probably don't care. Yeah, skip those. That's true, too. Uh, um, <laughs> cool. That word wasn't terrible. I did want to point out, uh, you, you did say it, but uh, the medium is a series exclusive uh, or PC so regular Xbox people like myself uh, don't expect to uh, to download that and then project winter comes out the 26th the 20 uh, the, the following Friday or Saturday the 29th or 30th I will likely be hosting uh, like a community night with that game so look forward to that I'll post it in like general boosting or somewhere oh, you can't do that rocker because now it's gonna get delayed. Like we, we talked about Fall Guys, and then it got delayed, and now we're not yeah, well, not Fall Guys, do. no um, Gang Beasts. Oh yeah, we talked about Gang Beasts and got delayed. And Gang Killer Queen Black. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, probably not probably not a good time to mention that, but uh, that'll be looking to come out. And it's it looks like an easy boost. The achievement list is out, so if you really want it to not play the game, you could probably boost it uh, with a group. Um, but we're we're gonna play for fun, and uh, it it'll be fun. Trust me. Corey. Yes. Our uh, top fantasy critic uh, games are on there. Uh, yes, there are a couple. I picked the medium. I think you picked Cyber Shadow? Or did you pick uh, no, Kush stole that. <laughs> oh, Kush stole thanks for, it. Thanks for reminding that me. That goes back to his comment. At oh, the you wanted it, right. About me stealing things from him. Oh. Yeah. I, I'm I very excited for Cyber Shadow. Why? And I'm it was confused. a pleasant is... surprise to see it on Game Pass. This game looks like a NES platformer. I don't know why you would like it, Mister. Uh, I don't want to play things that look old. Well, I don't want to play NES games in 2020. I want to play that's basically games that look is. like NES in 2020. Oh, so. achievements! Yeah, achievements. You play anything. Man. So I, I took a, uh, a snippet, a little blurb about the game, and they say that there are elements of 8-bit Ninja Gaiden, some Mega Man, and the snaking pass, and occasional backtracking of a Castlevania. Oh like, my gosh. All of so like, The game just looks like top-notch. Like, so it's, good. You're hearing it here first. Sleeper hit of uh, this season, this release right here, Cyber Shadow. You will want to play it. Yeah, it looks pretty good. Man. I will probably... Let's see, this comes out on 26. That comes out... Uh, I'll probably try to stream this next week uh, on my normal Thursday stream night. So, should be fun. They're just saying all the right things about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Elroy should stream Packland. <laughs> yeah, but I need to bring that back. So, 
All right, so let's move on to contests, shall we? So apparently there's a war boat with a lot of T's in it. Um, I guess that's <laughs> unique to everyone. So I haven't. I assume everyone's in this. I haven't registered for this thing yet. Um, yeah, this was dropped on us last week. Uh, obviously, if, if you remember war boats, it's kind of like battleship. We uh, once you register and you do get to pick like what platform uh, that you want to pick uh, to have in your selection from your collection, uh, and and obviously you can curate as much as you want using the not for contest thing. Uh, you register and then you are given a grid. Uh, this grid happens to be a little bit bigger than the one we got last year. Um, so it's bigger, better, and, and boatier. Oh, uh, so they, they did have boats? Say. There are boats. So this happens to be a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Is that, that count right? It's, it's eight by eight. Uh, eight. It's an eight by eight grid. And, they, so, and last time was six um, by six. You how got, many, you got a carrier. They, uh... You got, you got um, five ships that you can well, sink. The, isn't that the same as last time, though? Uh, I think it was yes three or four, was it five in a six by six? I oh, know it might have been. Three. I don't think yeah, that... it was pretty. It was pretty tight. Uh, maybe. I don't know. This one has a, a carrier, which is five long battleship, four long cruiser, and a submarine, three long each, and a destroyer, which is two long. Um, you only have to sink one to get the badge. Um, uh, if you ask me, they they should have made it uh, to sink the long one, the the five long one. But, you know, that's just me not being a, a baby <laughs> gamer. Uh, but anyways, like I said, you can curate as much as you want. And then you register. And then that is your list set in place. I uh, I narrowed down all of my achievements to uh, games in Metroidvanias. Uh, a couple of platformers that I had like one achievement left. And one of my physical discs that I have yet to play and really want to. So uh, I had a ton from Arkham Asylum Gaudi edition on 360. So I'm actually playing that and that, that that's getting that's gotten me at least 10 to 12 uh fires right now. And I still have a few more to do, so that one's been very successful for me. Is uh what's the the ratio levels on those in their cap on the level? Like, uh I didn't read the rules, you know. You're like between one it and seems two, like last year say. they're fairly easy yeah. yeah it seemed like it was really easy achievement so i couldn't remember what they peaked at but probably under two right so yes yeah uh, there's, there's a total of um 64 achievements and if you're really good you only have to get two to get your badge but <laughs> you'll likely need a little bit more <laughs> all right I, I i'm actually uh i just want to point this out i'm actually going to try to go for the blackout so i'm going to try to knock everything off i've already got my one sunk but i'm just gonna keep i'm gonna keep going with it uh but um, these game pass games leaving are getting in the my way well, last I year think... they they had it where if you sunk all your boats you could not proceed and so people were picking they'd figure out where their last spot was and i think like nba kirkland maybe and some others were doing that last year did they change the rules to where you can just keep going if you want to after uh, you sink all I the guess ships so. I, i'm still going with no problems uh, and you finished all the ships already? Uh, no, no, I still have quite a bit left on that. Okay, I was gonna say be careful with that. Maybe maybe check out the rules I got, because I think I have that seven happened last hits. year. I have seven hits and fourteen misses currently. Okay, well, I think that happened last year, if unless I'm wrong. Where um, once you sunk the last ship, then it kind of locked you out, and that was it. Oh, so. Okay, I, there's a there's a low chance I'll be finishing, but I'm gonna try. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's kind of like RTDL, but you know, a little bit more fun. 
got boats, man. It's got grass. Naval, naval, naval genre. So, <laughs> I, I think uh, it, but, initially we had till the end of the month to finish it, or two weeks, and then Rich made it weeks, uh, yeah. four four weeks now. Yeah, that was pretty quick. Uh, I think within the first day, he extended it to a month versus um, through the end of January, I think is probably what it was. Yeah. So it, it'll probably end sometime mid-February. If, if you're interested and need a badge, then curate your list and uh, register. I think you have to have a minimum of 300 achievements uh, <laughs> that you've wow. selected. So yeah. oh, should be doable. Good. You could do that with Zits alone. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that'd be the most boring war boats <laughs> exhibition ever. Oh, foo foo! I have an idea. Call me later. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, I, we do have a show account. I, I, I got, I got, I got stuff to do. Continue. All right. Um. So. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, Chewy's uh, CC. Want to speak on that? L. You know much about it? Um. Yeah, oh, okay. um, yeah I mean, the long and the short it. of it is that uh, the 2021 is the year of the Assassin's Creed games. Uh, he's looking for people to, you don't need to complete them, just finish the last story mission in uh, as many Assassin's Creed games as you can. And uh, January's um, contest is the uh, co-op one that I mentioned earlier. And I think there was something that uh, Jables came up with too, but uh, no one listens to him, so... Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Yeah, I mean, he was just bad in the Assassin's series and uh, one of the seg- the seven segments I did last week. Um, so uh, let's talk about my passion. How about how about some G tests? Um, Br, you you got, you taking the uh, individual? Yeah, sure. I'll do the individual this week. We lost uh, Matrix. She is now gone. Plenty forty two followed suit, and uh. I, I think there was a glitch in the Matrix or something. Mental <laughs> Night 5 has been eliminated from G-Test 2020, and it's not the final or the semifinal. He's gone. I, I actually had some thoughts on that. So Yeah, please, let me ahead. tell you. Let me tell you something. Um, I can't believe that was the best he had. Um, <laughs> he uh, apparently, according to Inferno on uh, TA feed, that he was trying as best he could and he just couldn't keep up. I don't know. It was really weird, but um, it was very selfish of him because uh, he was part of the fab four. Mm-hmm. He was, he was mental night, cyber and unky Tim F U and myself. We were the fab four, man. We've been in the finals two straight years. We were headed for three straight years. We were creating a dynasty, all four of us through, you know, four dynasties. And mental night does and pulls this. I, I I don't even know. I just I I, I don't I, I want a full autopsy of the of the corpse because I don't believe it's him. I don't believe it. So there you go. That's all I have to say about that. Very selfish. Did I mention that? <laughs> Can't believe him. <laughs> I know the nerve, man. I mean, who am I supposed to lose to in the finals now? I mean, I, he beats me every year in the finals, and he 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 took that from me. I don't know. <laughs> I yeah, I don't know if you guys anyway, looked at the uh, well, cutoff line for uh, individual, but uh, I wound up being the it. lowest one <laughs> on top of the line. <laughs> Matriarch was the um, first one under, right? Yeah, I oh, beat her by 20 TAD. <laughs> on purpose? No, we were both fine the night before. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it, it... she was even telling me achievements to go for, like... Um, 
that one you did, Corey, in uh, Sunset Overdrive, the graffiti one. Mm-hmm. The that was like a quick four hundred something TAD yeah, for finding the, the the graffitis, and I used uh, the last my last two bonuses, and I said, all right, if I go out, I go out, but I tried to stay in, and I did, and. She used twenty five hundred worth of bonuses, and I think she had two unused. But that's okay. We were planning to go out anyway because our team went out. Oh man, spoiler, man! I was, I was getting spoilers. Well, I'm gonna let you have your your day in the sun. I'm gonna go first. Oh, uh, that's not really in the sun. I was able to go ahead. Well, you're saying you want me to moon you? So, <laughs> Washington Gamer Score Club. So I'm going to say this is the first time ever probably in GTest that we uh, went out on our own terms. So last week we used all our bonuses, 8000 worth, and we stayed in. And then this week we basically did nothing. So we finished in in the last spot. So I guess that was 31st place overall. So I'm pretty proud of that. Considering we all said in the beginning, oh yeah, we'll we'll play for a few weeks, get the badge, and be out. Nope, everyone's too competitive, and this always happens to I think everyone. So I'm proud of my guys, Total Venom and Vulgar and Michelle, and I'm even proud of myself. We did good. Yeah, man, that's man. It's a, yeah, it, well, it was it's really a tell of two teams here because y'all you had were planning on things, you know. y'all had. You know, we're planning to go out, and you and you accomplished yeah. that. Uh, mm-hmm. There's uh, several teams that went out that weren't expecting to go out and are oh, yeah? somewhat salty about going out. Uh, namely, one that went out with 12 freaking bonuses, not using a single one of them that they Ooh. earned throughout the course of the contest. One that, uh, you know, was playing the long game. One that where uh, they had all these preloads all this stuff just saved up. They're, you know, playing smart, not, you know, getting too much uh, per each scoring period, you know, just kind of getting by until it got competitive. Well, it got competitive in a hurry, and that line moved like a son of a bitch on that morning, <laughs> and uh, it jumped up like 800 points just uh, instantly, and then another 800, and, um, and by the time uh, I woke up at about 6 I don't know about six forty ish, and it or no no about six fifteen, and it it cuts off at seven for your and for me. So I have forty five minutes, and I I got you know went in to brush my teeth and everything, and I looked on my phone. That's the first thing I did, and, and uh, I was like, oh, this is not good. So I ran upstairs and uh, popped a few. And then it got really crazy. I, I used my pack land achievement that I had been saving up for a rainy day. Uh, it put a little pep in my step, uh, <laughs> as always. And uh, so I went ahead and got the Extraordinaries, Ordinary Achievement. And I got some other one. Uh, I, I was saving a preload on Celeste uh, for doing the, the Seaside. So I went and did that. And that was another 200 points. And uh, Freaky and Ben were were popping ones. And... and uh, then it just just ran out of time. It got six fifty eight, and it, it, if you're in that situation where you're not planning on going out, and you're trying to save yourself. You you know you're freaking out. It's it's a very stressful time, and I did totally forgot that I did I had all these uh, scourge bringer or scourge bringer whatever, uh, where I just 
had to click on the little tree to pop like four or five different achievements. And if I had thought clearly enough, and it would have taken like a minute to do, if I had been thinking clearly, I would have popped those and we would have been safe. So I'm kind of upset myself with it. The whole thing really sucked. And uh, we ended up being eliminated by 70 TA, I think, uh, or Tad and... It was just a. It was a very rough morning, and poor Chesno. He was at work, and he he got home from work. And he's like, "Oh, dang, we're eliminated!" Like we just did, we weren't expecting it. So uh, I think your approach was much better, uh, L. I think you uh, had a better approach than us because um, uh, it w- that's definitely. I mean, what happened to you <laughs> guys has definitely happened to me in the past. Just about every time going out with unused bonuses. Yeah. And- I mean, oh, I liked your. Terrible, man. I don't know if this was on purpose, but you, I liked your strategy. Of, I've mentioned this before of having uh, two Americans and two uh, UKers. So you had the two time zones covered, yeah. and then you had someone who uh, works at GameStop who can uh, borrow games at any time. You know, I liked your strategy. <laughs> we had a, man, we, we had a good team, man. Yeah. And, and we were. We honestly thought we were going to be at least in the quarterfinals. I mean, we were. We were playing the long game. We were all. Uh, Freaky was running Bomberman too, or you know, we he and I have been running Bomberman uh, for countless hours. We were we were gonna have a good you know ten thousand <laughs> uh, tad to drop on that uh, come the quarter or semifinals, and then I I was getting really close to um, uh, Stampers Forever on uh, Rare Replay. I mean, we were we were loaded for bear, man. We had so many and. And uh, it's it was just such a disappointment because we we had so much left on the table. We were one of the few teams that hadn't used uh, a bonus yet, and we had like twelve in the reserves. So, oh, I just oh, ripped my heart out that morning, man. That was a tough morning. So anyway, I would set myself down on the couch, but I don't think I want to talk about it. So anyway, ah, uh, but no more uh, therapy. yeah, but the the bonuses, yeah, this week, this week for solo, I guess that's what I'm playing for. So. Uh, has to have a four in it. I saw a couple games. Uh, you, you mentioned Elliot Quest. It has a four yes. in it. I was, I've been looking for some fours, but maybe I'll add my name to the track gamers list on that. Uh, give your it. give your crappy Zelda game a chance, yeah. And then team bonus. Not that I care, <laughs> but uh, earn at least double the. T- oh, that's awful. Earn the. I hadn't seen that. L- earn at least double the the TA difference of last period. Yeah. Oh man, that's awful. That's an awful bonus at this stage in the game because these people are putting up like you know, twenty thousand. That's a you have to score forty thousand. So everyone has to score ten thousand this week. Oh, this that's awful. year has been way crazier than last year. Well, yeah, on the like, team from side, from the get go. Yeah, the team side has been worse than the individual side. Yeah, hands yeah, for down. Sure. Because you can still get by with about four to five thousand an individual, which I know sounds like an obscene amount, but um, yeah, I mean. At the end of the contest last year, it was like you had to score nine to ten thousand a week. So I, I kind of got used to that. But um, yeah, the team side's where it gets you, man. And now of, the, of all these guys left in the team side actually go for this bonus, that's just going to push up the individual side this week. So that's going to suck. Oh man. Anyway, but yeah, you're right. It's been tough. It's been a faster pace, and uh, it's it's yeah, it's been a challenge. So anyway. Kush, are you still on the line, man? Uh, I am, but uh, you know, oh, okay. I, my badge and I'm out in G Task. So. <laughs> That's uh, smart, man. <laughs> yeah, sorry, that was really a downer segment there. We, we uh, yeah, but then that's seriously that's that's how we felt. Um, we were all just devastated. I mean, it was just bad. Yeah. So anyway, Kush, man, you 
bring us up with some gamer tag challenge and yeah, give us some good news here right uh, the month is still january as far as i know and that means we're doing death dealers for the gamer tag challenge uh she has picked for her wild card game uh battlefield one and she says she will help you get an achievement in it um and then our bonus is double d's achievements containing a word with <laughs> doubled consonants examples battle or buddy and of course any word with double d's are worth two points clever yep uh she helped pick that uh so next month <laughs> i guess next week we will be announcing the next gamer tag so uh cool. keep going is it me awesome um all right so uh how about some bragging then that's um so this is uh, based on, for those of you that would like to hear your uh, accomplishments read, uh, make sure to friend the TA profile AH101, number 4639. So uh, if you want to get yourself mentioned, uh, that's how you do it. So let's kick it off with uh, Brer, man. What do you guys for some completions? Okay, completions. We have Tony Coconuts, 100 completed games, Aftos 84, Completed 115 games uh, just recently. Matism, 555. MDP, 73. 575. Mental Knight. Recent uh, G-Task Corpse, 620 (laughs) completed games. Mr. Railbait, you're going to hear a big one from him later. He's at 690 completed games. And Inigo Montoya, 80, has completed at least another 15 games this week, uh, rounding out to... 1,195 completion percentage. Tony Calzoni is at 40% and Dan is at 54%. In ratio, Survivalist has been playing some difficult games and he has reached 1.9 in streaks. Tony Coconuts is currently on a 10-day win streak. I thought we were doing these anymore. Nice. Go Tony, you know man. If we're doing it for Tony, Takes- we're going to do it for Doughboy. Doughboy's also on a 10-day streak. Sorry, <laughs> Fufu. I missed those. Yeah. There you go. We threw it back. Good, go. Good job, guys. Uh, Chewy on Ice has done a 25-day win streak, as has Skeptical Mario. Railbait is currently on a 100-day achievement win streak. It's a Live X has currently on a 125-day win streak. Ben L72, 275 days. What the fuck? With a 575 day streak. And a Wakapel with 2,650 days. Oh, I didn't know he was uh, into the streak game. Uh, that, that's interesting. Um, all right, let's do achievements one. So, L, your sock reached 9,000 achievements. Uh, <laughs> ben L72, 13,500. Jeblocky, 14,000. Fifth or fourteen thousand five hundred. Uh, Brett Evans fifteen has reached a new milestone of sending fifteen thousand messages on TA to both Elroy OMJ and Chewy on Ice regarding the Rockstar Table Tennis achievement in the called the Goat. Uh, Mike Pitch has reached a new milestone of eighteen thousand achievements. MDP seventy three uh, twenty one thousand. Officer Zero twenty four thousand five hundred. Myself Elroy OMJ. Love that, Love guy. that guy. Oh, there you go. Okay. Uh, 28,000. Uh, X the Hero, uh, with 100,000 less gamer score than me, uh, has 1,000 more ga- uh, achievements than I do. So t- that's kind of weird math. So he's got 29,000. So that's kind of cool. And Anigo Montoya uh, has 35,500 and one dead father. All right. And then 
<laughs> that was a yeah, 80s referencing. Spoiler. Uh, yeah, spoiler. <laughs> All right. So uh, for Gamerscore, Retro Chief 1969, who does not have six fingers on his left hand, has reached 300,000. <laughs> uh, Bastion Reader has 500,000 Gamerscore. So congrats. Uh, Mike Pitch with his 550,000. Uh, Matism, 700,000, and Railbait. Now, I have to ask, was this synergy, uh, was this 690th completion what he used to get? Did he do it at the same time, or was it two separate milestones on different games? I wonder. But he hit 1 million gamer score. So I don't know if he did it with six hundred with his 690th completion or anything. Or, does anybody um, know what, what achievement he used by chance? So he... He used the achievement called Master of Unlocking. Oh, I see what he did there. Uh, at least, uh, yeah, yeah, that's what it looks like. Um, uh, but he, right before, I know he was doing like a speed run of Resident Evil 2 uh, or something like that. Um, let's see. Uh, so, yeah, it wasn't a completion, but he, he did a speed run of Resident Evil 2 Z version. Mm-hmm. Um and that contained the Master of Unlocking achievement for opening all the safes and locks in the game. And that's one of his favorite series, maybe even favorite uh, games. So that was pretty special to him. So yeah, n- no alignment for 690 completions. Now, he celebrated 1 million gamer score by the next day starting Duck Dynasty. So <laughs> good, choice. <laughs> nice, good choice. Nice, that is a good one, man. And the Bayou, man. <laughs> so, oh, and then one additional detail is Xlax Jester, you're next. I gave your contact information to Brett Evans 15 uh, and told him that I was <laughs> passing on the GOAT achievement to you. So expect your mailbox full from this guy that's dumber <laughs> than a bag of hammers. So uh, anyway, I digress. Uh, this guy, man, I'm telling you. All right, Elroy, you're uh, way too caffeinated tonight. NTA score, Little Lady 915 has 150,000 TA score. Ben L72 has 800,000 TA score. Gorsh Moss has 900,000 TA score. And some guy we don't mention nearly enough, Inigo Montoya has 1,950,000 TA score. In the leaderboards, which apparently have uh, been cut down dramatically. (laughs) (laughs) I see that. Rocker Dude. Hey, that's me. Is in the top fifty of the Tennessee TA leaderboards for beat 'em ups. Really, well, beat 'em ups nice, been recently. Story of a gladiator. Maybe? Maybe? No, no, that's. Oh, man. I'm jealous, man. That's, I'm is. jealous, man. That beat 'em up. That's that's a good genre too, man. I, I know I started tracking it because Scott I bet Pilgrim you, was coming out. I bet you Batman but, counts as beat 'em up. Go look. Yeah, it, if if yeah, it definitely could have been that. Um, High Road for two. Yeah, I'm number 49. Oh. Uh, High Road 49. And uh, you're correct. You're correct. Beat him up is on Arkham (laughs) Asylum. Nice. Yeah, that was the only thing I could think of. uh, I'm also. Oh, wait. No. Elroy has way more than me. Elroy's number four in Tennessee. Oh, nice. Okay, sweet. Okay. I was going to say, I, I'm a little jealous. I I, I like my beat-em-ups, so I was hoping I was on that list. I mean, for beat-em-ups, though, Stallion has twice as much as you. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> guy, we don't, we don't count him. We don't count this him. guy. Just wait. I'm going to catch that, dude. One of these days. 
<laughs> All right. High Road V2 is in the top 10 of the Colorado Gamer Scored leaderboard. And in um, some sad news, which is might be even sadder than uh, Elroy's team's untimely demise in the G-Task Tita, our very own Lady Licky has filed for a divorce from her husband. Uh, please support her during this difficult time. I believe a uh, GoFundMe has been set up in her honor. Um, oh, man. I really hate that. I, I mean, she kind of was talking about that the other day. and I'm, I'm sorry to hear that, that that it did go through. So Anyway. Oh, well. Very sad. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. So you can find our – sorry, man. We're just ending on such downer notes on this. Uh, yeah. So – I'm sure there's some good news out there. Like, you can find us on all these platforms. You can find us on Twitch uh, with twitch.tv slash AH101. You can find us on Twitter, twitter.com, achievements101. Discord, discord.io, AH101. And uh, Patreon, patreon.com, achievementhunting101. So, find us there. We're there. So, anyway. Well, guys... Thank you for allowing me to uh, take up these uh, last three hours of your life. Uh, this has been uh, uh, wonderful. So thanks for inviting me to the panel tonight. And uh, Yeah, don't expect it anytime soon, brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think uh, y'all uh, y'all remember why y'all never invite me back to the panel as we cross over to the three-hour mark, right? No, so, no, it's been good. No. Uh, quick quick <laughs> shout-out. Uh, next week is the live episode on Twitch. So that's where all of our giveaway, right? Is that right, guys? I'm a week off. I think you're off by a week. Next week, in two is weeks, the week where we are now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be live. That's right. Yeah, this is your two week warning. We give we, uh, that's where we do yeah. all of our giveaways. So if you want to sign up for Patreon, there's a giveaway chance. If you want to twitch the sub, that's a giveaway chance. We'll probably give away a game to people who are there live. And uh, what else? Anything else? Uh, we'll probably Two weeks. have um, Fufu's baby should appear on the stream. Uh, that's what I'm guessing. Oh, yeah. And I think you can vote I for who you want that. as the uh, fourth <laughs> panelist on the live stream as well. And if you want them to have uh, pants on. Yeah, yeah. You, you guys can give us your feedback. But two weeks from today, a uh, week and a half from <laughs> when you're hearing this, February 2nd, live show. Please vote pants. Ooh. We could have a groundhog nice. as our fourth. All right. Bill Murray? What? Anyone? Groundhog Day? <laughs> February 2nd? On that note. Ding dong. Guys, what? with that said, <laughs> episode level 130, class is dismissed. Bye-bye. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. I love you all. Mwah. I just kissed my microphone. Get paid from Game Pass. Hey everybody, welcome to It Came From Game Pass, the show that is always on time, punctual, pertinent, uh, and uh, <laughs> available. Oh. Well, let's just uh, start right there. <laughs> we're just going to start, we're just going to address this, uh, we're going to grab the bull by the horns. I'm here with uh, Michelle. Hello, let's talk about this. I'll talk about this. So, uh, as you probably know... Uh, we owed you this segment back in October. October, uh, September, yeah. Yeah, and largely because of, uh, you know, not make times work and then me flaking out and then whatever. Uh, 
we haven't recorded uh, our It Came From Game Pass segment for Carrion, and it very much deserves our time and attention. So we're going to give it that today. Um, however, also just want to talk a little bit about It Came From Game Pass moving forward. Uh, we know we did a vote, and Spirit Fair was the game that won that vote. And I think eventually at some point that will happen. Yes. I just discovered myself that I'm not really a huge fan of doing streaming. I enjoy being in the streams and, and chatting and helping people out. But streaming just isn't my forte. Devin is very good at it and doing voices and things like that. And going forward, uh, the segment will continue. It will continue either with Devin or other co-hosts as he sees fit. And I might come back on for some too, depending on where they are. I think you're still planning to stream, right? As part of this? Yes. Yeah. I, I, I think what will probably happen is I'll just move it to Saturdays and we'll attack it from there and, you know, pick out different things. Still have the vote. I think that's important. Mm -hmm. Democracy and all <laughs> that. Um, yeah, absolutely. But yeah might change how it looks but i do want to continue doing it i think we've all had a lot of fun with it mm -hmm. um, but it just might have to evolve like a pokemon or, or a thing on the galapagos game. islands or this sort of blob creature that is the centerpiece <laughs> oh, yeah. of carrion it's a perfect segue Carrion yeah. is a uh, Metroidvania in reverse, I guess you can say, in that unlike playing in most Metroidvanias where you are the hero trying to beat these terrible enemies, you're actually kind of playing the bad guy, maybe, uh, and taking on some scientists in a lab. I think that's a pretty succinct summation, but did you have uh, anything else to add about the story? I'd say it's a reverse horror movie. Mm -hmm. Like, you're, if you look at Carrion as uh, you are the monster... Because you are, and uh, you're the one doing all the horror movie stuff. Uh, it 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 really changes the dynamic, makes it a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, Carrion is interesting though in that it does nothing to give you its story. You will not see any text. You will not hear anyone speak. Well, the only text you see will be in the background, sort of as part of the environments in the game. But you have to cobble it together yourself by playing through it and also by witnessing several flashbacks that you'll experience during the course of the game. And I think it's actually a pretty good story, but you have to pay attention. Yes. Or just go buck wild on that the facility and just take them all down. The game really doesn't seem to care one way or the other. It just kind of presents it and leaves it for you. And I, I, I really dug it. At the beginning of Carrion, you are a relatively small, horrific blob thing, and you have very limited abilities to be able to tackle some of the human scientists that are in this structure, where they're clearly doing some kind of illicit experimentation. Throughout the game, as you continue to explore the facility, you eventually grow larger, and you have three different sizes you wind up as, small, medium, large, and each size has its own set of abilities, which... I thought was an interesting gameplay mechanic, but I thought it also limited the game in some ways because it wasn't always super easy to navigate back to the size that you needed to be. I don't know if you kind of experienced that same sort of thing. Yeah. So full disclosure, I actually did this game twice. Uh, it is a stack on uh, Win 10 and on the 1. So I did both um, for the purposes of this, I suppose. But I felt that um, the second time through, I had a much better kind of go at it. I felt that as you grew larger, 
movement through the cramped corridors became super awkward. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I wouldn't go where I intended to go. But I liked that there was trade-offs. That's managing the size and managing the trade-offs and the abilities is the big mechanic of the game. And I liked that portion of it. Yeah, and I want to get back to actually movement in the game because you don't move in this game like you do in typical games. If you look at the map, you'll see there are platforms and ladders, but you're this blob of stuff. So you kind of just move by sticking to things. So you're not restricted by needing that double jump the way you would be in a typical game. And there's something very freeing about that until you get to the largest size when you are fighting with one half of your blob form to get out of a pipe that you don't really want to be in, uh, which I found frustrating at times. But I understand that's – I think that's what the developer was going for. I think that was a design decision that there's, there's just more of you to control. So it's harder yep. to control. And it, you can feel it. And it the movement is so – I guess visceral is a good way to do it. Mm-hmm. Imagine just this blob with different tentacles that you use to interact with the world. And that's what the – it's just coming out with tentacles everywhere. And that's what it used to propel itself – throughout the world and it's it just has a feel to it that no other monster entertainment really gets like you don't get to play as the giant blob often you're not humanoid in any way nor do you ever other than when you're in a flashback sequence and eventually when you get a power-up that allows you to control human figures you don't ever act as a humanoid figure in the game too which was a really cool thing to do because in most games even when you're playing as the alien you're playing as a monster you still have feet you still have legs you still have hands and arms that operate the way humanoid things do so i don't i don't recall other than if you're playing something where it's not platformery something where the movement was quite like that so that was all awesome um i just wanted to go back to into the uh different gameplay mechanics we kind of both alluded to with the size difference uh, mm-hmm. so for example, when you're at your smallest size, you can do something like press the right bumper and that's going to make you turn invisible. So you can pass through different, uh, laser triggers and things like that. But at your largest size, that'll give you a shield and that shield will allow you to, uh, survive, um, like a, a flaming arrow type thing that'll hit you. So it's important to keep in mind the different sizes you are because the abilities you get in those small, medium, and large spaces are completely different. And it's necessary to know those to solve the different puzzles in the game that you need to get through. And it's not really fair to call them puzzles. They're just sort of... Obstacles? Yeah, obstacles is more more accurate. Uh, but one thing for sure, for sure with Carrion, do not give it a long break. I know you said you played it twice, but did you kind of play them like all... Like when you played the the one version and when you play the pc version did you kind of sit down and play them to completion or did you give them some time yes I, okay i did them all uh i did uh carry in the the first time in september mm-hmm. uh, as part of it came from game pass and and completed it right along with you and then i did the pc version actually in about three hours uh and roughly uh, like a week or so after i did the the one version that's awesome. So I finished the campaign of the game uh, with you when we did it came from Game Pass, but I didn't finish. Uh, so the, in the game, the achievements are all mostly just stuff you get for playing, but there is a set of collectible achievements for Correct. getting these jars that give you extra 
powers or uh, extra life, things like that. They're not now, worth it. <laughs> they're not necessary, but you do need them for the achievements if you're going for the achievements, which we're going to assume that you are. And they're yeah. actually clearly marked as you go through. As, you pl- as you're playing through the game, you'll see these like white diamonds that are marked in certain parts. And if you see that, you know you're near one of these collectibles, which is awesome. The problem is if you've taken a break from carrion and you go to read a guide, they're going to tell you, use hyperkinesis. I don't remember what hyperkinesis is. If you tell me use the shieldy thing or use the thing that whatever, like if you tell me what it does, I know. So the the names of the skills that you use in the game are not easily attached to what they do. So I'd strongly recommend if you are playing this game, play it all the way through, mostly because if you try to go back to a walkthrough later on, you're just actually not going to catch the names of things. Part of the problem with having no dialogue, no story, nothing like that is words don't attach to you the way they would in another game. So I, you probably didn't experience that because you played it all pretty close to each other. But that was that was an issue for me going back like a month afterwards to try to wrap things up. Yeah, it was. It's I can definitely see that. And like I know some of the abilities, but I wouldn't know them directly by what the game calls them. Yeah, that's that's a nitpick. My my biggest issues with the games are the game are nitpicks. So things like we talked about with the size eventually getting unwieldy. But again, I believe that's a design choice. I don't think that that was something that was poor coding. It's just a little annoying when you play. But I think they wanted it that way. I don't know if you got the same. Yeah, I, impression. I, I've definitely felt like that was intentional. Um, mm-hmm. But I got to tell you, the feeling of just going in there and people are just running away from you, screaming their heads off, and you just feeling like this unstoppable murder machine yeah, is incomparable. And one of the things I noticed when we were playing is the different styles that we took to being mm. a terrifying monster. <laughs> That's a good thing to discuss. Yeah, go for that. Uh, so I noticed that I played it much like uh, Denzel Washington's character in Remember the Titans, hostile, agile, mobile. And I would just <laughs> go through and Kool-Aid man through and chuck boxes and and just like, you know, nothing really stops me. Uh, and Michelle, you would you would play much more caref- carefully, cautiously luring people out, being like the alien, you know. Or I would just be a giant blob, just like, rawr, and go through and, you know, take people out. So oh, it's just- Yeah, I hid in vents. Like, I would wait for the right moment, pop out real quick. And I would get, like, one guy and squirrel him away into my little hole and then wait for the next one. Where Devin's like, I'm a giant monster. I'm just going to mess everything up. Um, yep. But the game accounted for both of that. It let both of those gameplay styles be valid. Uh, it didn't ruin anything to play it one way or the other. It didn't. I don't think it made the game substantially easier or harder either. So it sort of rewarded both gameplay mentalities, which a lot of games don't do. Uh, mm-hmm. I typically am a more cautious player. So in the games where you do have to be more twitchy and, and get in there and really just go in guns blazing and all that, I don't tend to play as well. So I don't tend to like them as much because who wants to play a game where you just die every time you reload the chapter select? This one, I was able to do more of that sit and watch style. Uh, and it was it was fun. It was fun to just consider the next move, but absolutely unnecessary, which, again, yep. great, great design. Yep. And yeah, that's one of the things I found out very quickly is that the enemies uh, for all their shields and everything can't handle getting a vending machine thrown at them. This is true. <laughs> or another human or <laughs> yeah. a door. Throwing things at enemies was definitely the most effective tool if you found you were getting stuck in uh, in any location. 
Um, I want to circle back to two points. So uh, I started to say before that, uh, so I, again, movement was definitely a design choice. But one other thing about the game, and I, you actually indicated this to me, Devin, before I did my cleanup, was the map in the game is not existent. No, there's no map. And it it is a it is a Metroidvania style game. Kind of. Yes. It's it's not exactly on the nose. You don't have a double jump. Or nope. do you? No, you don't need No, one. you don't, you don't jump. need it. You don't you jump. You just cling to walls. So Red blobs don't jump. <laughs> the navigating things is difficult because you cannot see it all in a singular space. And again, possibly a design decision. You are a monstrous blob. You're not a human being looking for the best exit. So that probably was intentional. But especially if you're going for a cleanup run, find a map online. The game does a good job. There is a space in the game in Carrion that does indicate the different parts of of the facility you're in and whether or not you found the collectible, which is awesome. Yes. So you can definitely look there and see where you need to go. But there's nothing within the game that easily indicates those areas. There's a general sense of this is in the southeast, this is in the northwest, but it doesn't make it easy for you. And, and go yeah, ahead. There's actually a point right before the end of the game that I got completely lost because they were like, go to blah, 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 blah facility. And I was like, I have no idea where that <laughs> is. Mm-hmm. But generally, for a game without a map, and this is the second point I wanted to come down to, I, I have to, again, applaud their design decisions, because as much as the game is presented in a two-bit style, right? That's carrying to t- it, It's definitely like take play, paying homage in its way to those sort of 16-bit later era, kind of maybe early era PlayStation 1 games, where it's presented in, in 2D, it's pixel graphics and, and that sort of nature. And, and so as a result of that, because also most of it's very gray, gray, dark blue, that sort of color palette, it would be very easy to get turned around. But I found no matter how many times I went in and out of the game that until I was doing the very end game stuff where I really was going out of my way, it was designed so well in that it always placed you right at the next thing you needed to be. And there's a hub area to the game, and then you go into sort of other sections. And it always looped around in a way that even feeling like I was lost, I was never lost. And and that was awesome because it always felt like I was going to get lost, but never wound up happening. Yep. And uh, even within the levels themselves, your main goal is to find these what they call biomass points, mm-hmm. which are also saves. And those are all just spaced out such that you're just you're just if you keep going linearly and just keep going towards the different exits, it's really hard for you to get lost or never know where you need to go right up until, like I said, the very end of the game. Mm-hmm. It always seemed to just have perfect level design all the way throughout, right up until you needed to get those last few jar collectibles for your achievement. Yeah, I agree 100%. And I uh, definitely... this. Carrion is developed by Phobia Game Studio. They don't have anything else on Xbox that I see, and I don't know what's coming up next for them, if something else is coming up next for them. But Carrion definitely left the kind of impression where I want to see what's coming up next for them, because this was a strong volley uh, that I any complaint I had, I think, could be explained as a design decision. So that's that's thumbs up all the way for me. 
And, and again, it's a not a very long completion. The first time through, uh, I did use a guide for just finding where I needed to go. I used a map uh, to find where I needed to go specifically for those jars, which you need. But even that didn't take very long. I think it was about six hours. The second time through, fully embracing the guide life, took two to three when I did it. And it is a stack. Both stacks are actually even on TA, I think. I think they're both hovering around 2,000 TA, which is insane because it's totally doable. Like, it's not that hard at all to complete both versions, and uh, I think it's worth it. Just even if you only did one. Yeah, that's that's totally a Game Pass bump thing. Uh, there, It's it's a pretty easy game to start. I think the first achievement you get, uh, well, I'm looking at it now, is it's called Nourish Yourself. So it's pretty much just for healing up the first time. You're going to do that early and you're going to do that often. And the game gives out achievements pretty quickly in your first playthrough uh, or in your first, yeah, probably in your first sit down with it. Uh, just looking at my achievement list real quick. And just to be clear, Carrion has 21 achievements worth a thousand gamer score. And Devin's right. Both stacks hover at around 2000 TA. But in my, looks like in my first day playing it, I, in about a half hour, well, let's let's pull it up a little more here. Looks like in a little over an hour and a half, I had like ten of the game's achievements. So they come pretty fast in the early part of the game. The achievements, the most of the gamer score and the TA difference is locked up in the collectible achievements that you'll wrap up the game doing. Yeah, it's and even those, if you found a guide, it'll be. There's a point in the I actually think you can always go back to, so they're not even all mm-hmm. that missable. Um, but there's a point there where you know you're going to be at the end, where it's the kind of the end game of it, and you can just wander around freely and find those last technical upgrades. But like I said, they're entirely pointless. Yeah, and, and just to be completely clear, you absolutely 100% can finish the game and then go back to get the the collectibles. So I would recommend. Unless you are really trying to expedite playing the game because you want the experience of it, but you have a lot of games on your list, that's not for us to judge because we all deal with that sort of stuff. Uh, I would recommend go through it the first time guide free. You lose nothing by it. You're not going to miss anything that you can't pick up within maybe like a half hour. And it might even take you less time if you're familiar with the map and do that cleanup right away. But just just enjoy playing the game the first time and then just do the wrap up stuff. It's really, it's, yeah, it's, it's not too big an ask. You're probably going to end up finding some of those collectibles on accident. Yeah, I, I found three of the nine on my natural play, and, and some of them you'll see, but you won't have the right power up for. So you'll have to go back for it anyway later in the game. Um, you know, and keep in mind in terms of achievements, of the 21 achievements in the game, 17 are story related. So you're going to get most of them just for playing. One of them is pretty practically unmissable. You're very yeah. unlikely to miss it. You might, and and you're almost definitely going to get three of the containment units naturally, and that's what the collectibles are called, containment units. You almost always, you'll almost assuredly get three of them just playing through. So it really is just going to leave you to clean up the last two. This list is a really good list for getting through the game, seeing the whole thing, and not asking you to do too much beyond your initial completion. Yep, yeah, it's it's a it's all in all, it's I cannot highly more highly recommend it. It's it's an awesome game, and it's a great addition to Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. If, if you didn't play it yet, 
and you're not sure where it sits, hold on to it for this coming October. I'm sure there'll be another horror game theme thing. Uh, <laughs> and definitely play it, enjoy it, enjoy the stack. Uh, it's a good game if you're into doing uh, streaks and things like that, because you can get so many achievements quickly, so you can just sort of uh, drip feed it to keep that achievement streak going. Uh, yep. But so far, the games we played for for it came from Game Pass have all been awesome. I Cluster Truck was a different type of awesome. I would say it was a great <laughs> game, but uh, I enjoyed it for what it was. The Messenger was probably my favorite game of 2020. I know you had slightly different opinions, but I loved The Messenger. And Carrion is top-notch. Just really amazing entries into the Game Pass library. For sure. Yep. And I'm I'm excited to see where this goes. And like I said, we're just going to be... We're going to be evolving it. Spirit Fair was what we voted for, so we're going to continue on with that. Uh, yep, that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. That decides to go on, uh, and we'll, you know, that's the next one, and we'll just keep it going and see what people want to do. And of course, if you have suggestions for a way that you would like to see this particular segment go, the main idea is we we want to highlight Game Pass. Uh, Game Pass is amazing. Most people who listen to this podcast, if not everybody, are Game Pass subscribers. And there are some real gems in there that we miss out on. Obviously, we know about the first party titles that come to the service, but there's great stuff hiding in that service. So let us know what more you'd like to see or how you'd like to see this move along. And, um, you know, at, at the very least, Devin and at some points myself and possibly other people will be bringing it to you. For sure. Yep. And kind of the rules, uh, <clears throat> just no no big name releases. If you've heard about it before it came, that's that's probably not it or no no triple A titles. It's we're, we're looking for we're looking for the hidden gems, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of stuff on the on the service. So anything that you think. You'd like to see like that, that you'd want to see covered on stream and also on the podcast. Just let us know. Yep. Awesome. Hey, thanks so much for listening and we'll catch you next time. All right. Catch you later. Hello, everyone. Walker Pale and GTask is kicking into high gear as I'm running low on quick and easy high ratio games. Big L reminded me to get back to the NES Castlevania inspired Bloodstained Curse of the Moon, claiming it was easy. I remember struggling getting through it and did not believe completing it five more times would be easier at first, but I gave it another try. Turns out, playing on casual instead of veteran difficulty makes a significant difference, even if it's not a complete cakewalk. Every single achievement can be unlocked in casual mode. There are even cheats to make the boss rush mode easier. I've yet to go through the story of Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, which I kickstarted years ago. Bloodstained Curse of the Moon is a retro throwback to the old NES Castlevanias, and it looks and plays as you might remember them through rose-tinted glasses. It is a very good low-fidelity platformer, which is very close to the old-school Castlevania. While veteran difficulty retains the difficulty of the games from yesteryears, casual mode is far more forgiving and shouldn't pose too much trouble for those experienced with platformers. The bosses are a highlight. They might appear very difficult at first, but once you learn their patterns, most of them are a breeze. All of them do have a final attack when they have been defeated, which sucks to get killed by, but you learn how to avoid getting hit by them. 
Curse of the Moon was given away for free to those who kickstarted Ritual of the Night, but was also games with gold at one point, which inflated the ratios. 23%, or roughly 7,500 of the 33,000 starters on TA, completed the game once, but only 1,600 of them have the completion. The game is roughly one hour long, but you have to play through it six times for the completion, and finish the boss rush mode. Every playthrough will be slightly different due to how you choose to progress the story, but three to four playthroughs would have been enough to see most of what the game has to offer. Curse of the Moon has 1000 game score worth close to 3000 TA dispersed fairly evenly through your playtime, earning you around 2 to 400 TAD per hour of playtime. It will likely outstay its welcome, but Bloodstained Curse of the Moon is a solid title offering decent TAD for comparatively little effort. If you have nostalgia for the old NES Castlevanias, this is a real gem. However, if you can't stand 8-bit inspired platformers, you might want to give this a miss. Have a nice day everyone!